اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم David, what's up? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Where are your buddies today? Which one? <laughs> oh, two that came. lazy bums. <laughs> can't get them out. See, I, I feel you. I actually like to travel, so I like. Nice. I like jumping up. I'll even tell you the situation here. All right. So I took some of your tracks last time. Nice. I don't even see them except for that. Uh, cool. So I took some of your tracks last time. Nice. I read four or five of them. Nice. So you ready for the Shahada? I was about to make, not quite, <laughs> not quite, but, but you never know what might happen. You never know. Right? But I was about to start making a video, right, right. a video response, like, hey, I think this is really, really wrong. Okay. So I'm going to start making a, a video response, Right. and I'm like, what the heck? There's a shake on call. I can go run it Come by on the down. Shake. There you go. If he can get, you know, if he responds to it, then yeah, maybe, you know, I don't want to make an idiot out of myself. There you go. But if you can't respond, if you can't respond to it, then, you know, then Maybe somebody else it. can, yeah. So anyway, and right. so I read through four tracks nice i think one of them i only had like one question and a couple of them i had like three or four okay questions cool. slash some of them are like objections comments objections um, so i figured i'd just run and run so just here. to uh clarify before we get into your new objections so that hadith in tirmidhi was not there right uh, i don't know was it uh, it was not right because the hadith about the pale man Rajul, uh, shahib yeah. i don't know just so you know okay. i've not followed the first one that popped up i know it's in tirmidhi but the first I know it's in Termity, but the first I know it's in Termity, but the first I know it's in Termity, but the first one that popped Excellent. up was in Ibn Majid. So in Termity, there is no such hadith that says the Quran there, will there be is, a pale man. Okay, so can we look at the Termity one first? Okay. Any of the discussion? Oh, what? Since the next day. I feel a little disappointed there. I was I was there for the video that That's good. we posted. I okay. saw that, but I did not see anything apart from that. Right, right. And I saw about an hour or two while I was in the airport, I saw. Um, I saw comments on that. Hmm. And then when I was live with the apostate prophet, I saw some comments from gotcha. some guys who clearly like you. But oh, that is the good. extent of what I fo I've gotcha. followed here. Well, I appreciate whoever likes me and commented. Uh, but anyway, so... so uh, I don't really expect fans, but if we have them, alhamdulillah. If not, it's still all good, man. So uh, I just want to make a couple of clarifications as well. So I think when uh, you guys walked up last time, people thought I was being uh, disingenuous when I said I didn't recognize you guys. We did. Oh, uh, really? But did, I, 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 because you're, I mean, you're calling us by, you know, sure. names and nicknames. Sure, and stuff sure. Like so that. let me, so let me, like let me that. be clear about that, right? You good? You're recording. I don't know. This thing doesn't seem like it's wide <laughs> enough. Need a wide angle lens on this thing. All right. Uh, I'll wait for you. We're, we're recording. We can send it to you. Okay, cool. Yeah. We we posted got, the whole got, thing. I think you got a better, way better camera than me too. So. No, I don't know, man. You guys got a, you guys got a few good, good cameras. You guys have the. Oh wait, this might. Be. I haven't, see, I haven't been out in a while, you know what I mean? <laughs> I used to go out a lot. Really? I got my travel gear. I'm glad I got you back out. I just want to make sure you're in the shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are uh, you good now? All right, so you want to break down? Gotcha. We're going to be able to get into some stuff, right? Sure, of course. Tracks? Uh, okay. We were here last time for what, two and a half hours? Now, All right. as, as far as the video that our guys posted, yeah. 
It was, so the argument was, we brought up a hadith. Okay, so, 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 hold on. So about first thing, just to be clear, because I think we should always be on uh, honest footing, right? Mm -hmm. I never saw any of your videos before, right? right? And this is not offense to you. That's why you're still it's, a Muslim. <laughs> you'd, see myself, you'd be, you'd be uh, I'd a stronger Muslim. Don't worry about it. Possibly All right, atheists. So. Some of them become atheists because really? they, they don't believe in any religion afterwards. Gotcha. So I'd never seen any of your videos. I had seen a picture of you that some brother had sent me in a, in a little dress or something. Oh, and yeah. people had said, there's a guy named David, and they call him Hammer Time Wood. But I'd never actually watched. And if you had, if you had run into me at a grocery store, I would not have recognized you. All right? It's no offense to you. I just want to be clear, because that's just not the things I watch. Like, I, have, I, I do a lot of reading and stuff. I'm not a big YouTube watcher, right? Secondly. That, that, that's, that's me, too. Except for the, the guys that I've had some, some interactions with or something like that. Like I, like, I saw one video of yours. That was the challenge, challenge well, to Christian Good. Prince. So you that's had seen I, my video. I had never seen your video. That's why. So I don't want you to think that I was being being dishonest with you. Okay, well that's cool. People had told me about your, your name, they had told you about calling you Hammer Time or whatever. I didn't know who you were, but I had heard of your name. Uh -huh. Okay, we clear on that? Yeah. All right, good. Secondly, Anthony that you brought with you, didn't come today, I guess, but uh, I had never heard of him in my life. I had most 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 guys can't come out frequently, uh, but you can, so yeah, you appreciate can. it. Yeah, I'll, All right. Yeah, I'll come so, out every time. I'm Every time you like, can. Every time I feel like traveling, yeah. <laughs> or every time I'm in, in any So Anthony I had never heard of in my life. Mm -hmm. Never, I mean, never heard his name, never watched a single video of his, so definitely not. Sam, I had heard his name. Somebody had sent me a video once when he was like acting real crazy, but again, I wouldn't recognize him. I didn't like, know him. Sounds like Sam. Sounds like Sam, acting all crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he uses pretty foul language. You as a Christian, do you guys approve that? Well, no. We talked about like people's mothers no, being. See, see I, I'm like Sam in that. Okay, you use foul language we, too? No. We oh. both have legitimate mental health issues, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> we both have legitimate mental health issues, right? Got it. Okay. So this isn't an attack. Right, right. It's, uh, I mean, Clarification. Yeah, I let, appreciate that. Let me that. give you an example. I have uh, I have five sons. Two of my sons right. have um, have a, a, a disability, right? Got it. If one of those sons acts out, I don't right. hold him to the same. I, you uh, know, I don't I don't jump all over him the way I would. You know, one of my, one of my other sons you. if he if he if he does something. So with someone like Sam, right. And if you're around him, look, Sam in, in certain ways is is basically in every way in his in his nature and character he's like extreme, right? Okay. So in the ways he's 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 awesome, Awesome. Like the way his brain works, the way he's be able to process information. I've never seen anyone like him. Gotcha. Um, extremely generous. The dude will give you anything. If you, That's he, can, nice. he can have one dollar. He will give you that one dollar. That's nice. So awesome like that. But, uh, but I'm, I'm just. It's, uh, if, if you, it, it's a. Uh, yeah, he's just he's, he's so really I, aggressive by, I just be, by nature. But I just want to be clear, but you are saying Sam has mental health issues. I'm saying... <laughs> and yourself. I mean, yeah, that's we, what you... We, okay, we do. Cool. Sam, right. Sam will tell you that. No, cool. He, we, he, he, calls, he calls us misfits, right? Gotcha. And uh, we kind of look at it... So we kind of look at it as, hey, God can take really messed up dudes with messed up backgrounds who grew up in extremely messed up, violent right. environments and so on. Gotcha. Like Anthony. Anthony's an ex, Anthony's an ex-con. Yeah. And so we I was call, a gangster. Yeah, too. So, no problem yeah, so with that. We, we all got issues and stuff. We all try to do the I'm just, best, but yeah. to me as a Muslim, um, and I gotta I gotta finish that hadith thing too, and then we got a lot of stuff. But I just want to get this clear. Me as a Muslim, I try not to use abusive language or. But you start you know, by calling a hammer time. Sure. Is, is that is that language. abusive? No, is I that think, like a I cuss word? Right. Again, I, that, that's what people. I think had, people cool. are too. Right. 
But I would never call your mother a whore, people are right? too sensitive and stuff. But, but I would never call your mother a whore. I think that's not Jesus-like. I don't think that's Muhammad-like. Peace be upon them. I don't think that's the way of the prophets, right? Do you agree with me? Or do you think calling somebody's mother a whore is good Christian behavior for it preaching? Would, it, would, it would depend on the situation. So there are situations you would call people's mothers whores? Not me, but there are situations Come on, Dave. Come situation. on, Dave. You're on camera with your own people. You got to be honest, bro. You know that's not Christian behavior. What you if know that's not. A whore? <sighs> what if they're not? And you call them that? Oh, like yeah, he does yeah, on yeah. his. No, I, I have a problem with that. Uh, what he talks about a, peeing in people's mouths and all that kind of stuff that Sam does. Talk about, because I never watched this yeah, stuff yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, but after I, his I, conversation. I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of that stuff. You condemn and that? Just, 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 just so you know, you can ask Sam. I will. We talk to him behind the behind the scenes. And you tell him he that that's wrong. He understands he has issues. He understands he has issues. It's kind of a when he's in the heat of the moment. It's just uh, it's just sitting uh, in his living room on a on a live stream. He's yeah, and it the, seems like when, it seems like look, it seems like when he's around a lot of his good Christian friends uh -huh. for a long time, he he's more mellow. He's he's maybe more you guys down. should hang out with him more then, because I haven't seen him be mellow. Yeah, yeah. and no, I, I don't no, watch I'm his stuff you, again. That, that Sam is a Sam is a. Sam is a, it seems like at his core, not, he's a real awesome dude okay, with, some, with some some bad habits. Okay. That's how I am. Gotcha. Well, except I'm, I'm kind of the reverse. I'm like, I'm like born a bad guy, messed up dude. But you're trying to be good. But I'm trying to. Yeah, That's I'm good, trying, man. At least you're trying. Yeah. But, but you do condemn that kind of behavior, right? I yeah, just want to be clear. If it's, if it's clearly uncalled for, like someone raises an objection, I think in Sam's mind, if someone, if someone it, uh, let me tell I'll give you an example. It's similar to Muhammad Hijab, right? Sure. When people were making I, I don't fun, think he's ever called anybody's mother a whore no, that but, I know of. I, I, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where the parallel is, right? Mm -hmm. um, Muhammad Hijab, when, because we criticize Muhammad, we criticize the sure. Quran and so on, and for a while, he started um, telling us uh, uh, to do perverted sex acts on each other. He's, he's just he's saying, hey, why don't you uh, get down and give each other golden showers and things like that. that then mean? he starts posting That's... pictures of our wives and Ooh. using these veiled threats of rape and torture and so on. And if you asked him about it, it's they're attacking my religion and therefore to get back at them, I can respond in this way. And sometimes the only gotcha. way that people will understand is if you just dial it up to 10, go after what's most precious and important to them and then they're going to back and they're, then they're going to realize not to come at you like that gotcha. so i think sam has a similar similar mindset and that hey you're sitting here mocking the trinity you're mocking the, the lord sure. jesus christ fine i'm going to do whatever i think is the biggest insult to you but don't you think that's wrong i think it's wrong i think it's wrong okay. for muhammad you, hijab i think it's wrong okay, so for sam. I, I can't so speak there's, for there's nothing else i can say so i yes. can't speak for muhammad hijab because i've never seen him do that i don't i to be honest with you i mean i know him just high and by kind of a thing, but I haven't watched a lot of his stuff either. I already had a debate with you. I'm sure that was someday when I get some time, I'll watch it. But again, since Sam was here with you, Muhammad Hijab not here, right? So I can't talk about him. But when Sam was here with you, I didn't know, but brothers sent me his videos afterwards and they were pretty disgusting. Like the stuff he said, um, you know, when he was here, he was very civil and you, you I mean, look, if, if I call you hammer time to your face, I'll, behind your back, I'll call it to your face. I call Sam Hashimu behind his back, I'll call it to his face. I'll call Christian princess princess in front of him or behind him or Anthony a crook because you said that's what they called him but what I say behind your back is what I say in front of you right but Sam in front of us was very polite but then his videos were very disgusting and you know that right I mean he goes to yeah, the again, deep again, end again, I, I don't again, think Jesus would act like again, that what do you think again, well I mean 
It's the same thing with uh, with someone like Muhammad right, but, but see again, like it's, you're throwing no, it no, no, on the job, right? I'm like, saying uh, it's a parallel mindset. And if you right. accept the mindset, hey, right. you're attacking my religion, therefore anything goes. But do you think Jesus like would support that no, mindset? I, I, I've said it like four or five times. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't get it. I don't agree with with when hijab yeah. does it. And what's what's, no, no, what's amazing my, is I think with both hijab and Sam, they don't need to do it. No, I, right? I agree. I would agree. It doesn't add anything to them. It only kind of takes away. So that's that's that's. I mean, with that, I love I I love Sam, and I would love to I would love to see him. I would love to see him just go full force because um, do, I, I do believe you think, that you think Jesus would approve of somebody speaking like that about people's moms and peeing in their mouths and things? I don't know things? how many different ways I can say it. I, I just want yeah, to, the Jesus all, it, it question depends. I don't because I don't believe, hey, someone Jesus. insulted you, therefore you can dial it up to 10. I don't believe it's appropriate. Okay. If you do, if okay. you do believe that's appropriate, then you're going to come to different conclusions. Oh. And, and okay. people, people, I think it's a personality type that different groups all have. Okay. You know what I mean? So, uh, again, okay, so let's leave that aside. I just wanted to be clear. Mm -hmm. So you do understand about my not recognizing you, not me being disingenuous, right? You, are we yeah. clear on that? Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good. Okay, so the hadith you guys mentioned last time was about Rajul al-Shahid, right? And you, you said it was in Tirmidhi, it's on video, it's yours, mine, right? And Anthony said it was in a Tirmidhi. And on their drive back, they made a video, which, again, that was pretty interesting that, you know, uh, but in that they again repeated that was in a Tirmidhi. But that hadith is not in a Tirmidhi, right? Okay. Well, that, if, if so, then that's that's a mistake. We don't care. We don't care about. There you go. Right. About, just, I just want to be clear because I want us to make progress. Yeah, we don't care right? versus Ibn Majah or anything. Right. We understand that you know that Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. We would, we would prefer uh, quoting those and stuff. But there's, there's there are no, there are Sahih hadith in other books as well. There must be something along the similar lines in Termity because we sure. know on this issue it's one of the ones. So it's got to be something with intercession, with the Quran interceding. Yes, no doubt. Uh, and I mentioned that maybe in our the original one with debate. The birds. Right? There's, there's one where the, 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 uh, the chapters of the Quran appear as flocks of birds. Sure. There's basically a handful of hadiths that we go to. Sure. So let me, let me make an offer here. And this is a friendly offer. This is not a debate video offer, right? If you're, never, if you're ever not clear about a hadith, Reach out to me. That's what I'm doing off, here. No, no, I mean, I mean, off camera, where you really want to just learn. You just want to. You don't want to just make stuff for your channel, right? Yeah. So, where I can explain to you how the authenticity of a hadith works, right? I have a master's degree in hadith, so I'm just saying this is not like uh, you know an insult or anything. This is this is really a friendly offer to help you, yeah. because I'm sure you want to base your arguments on the truth, not just yeah. on trying to make points, yeah, right? Just, just you know, it's, it's basically I haven't been dealing with Islam much in a while. Gotcha. My, my I've, I've shifted what to what? I've been doing during my day. Uh -huh. What's cool is I don't get a lot of the same hostility heaped upon me, and so it made me like a calmer, nicer dude over the past I like few months. That. I like but that. Now that I'm getting kind of back into it, I know I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna really? dial it up. Why? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and be as as uh, as calm as Have possible. I been hostile with you? I'm not talking about you. I'm talking okay. about your fans. All right. Well, fans, I, I'm right? I'm gonna say this to all my fans. Not these, I, not these guys. These guys I'm, are. I'm only talking about on video. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a comment for those watching. All right. Uh -huh. We don't want to be hostile. We want to be friendly. We want to we want to call David towards Islam and make du'a that Allah guides him towards Islam, and we want to have a civil discussion. We don't want to talk about anybody's mothers or you know any of those kinds of things that David has already condemned Sam for doing and others. We want to have a civil conversation. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes, so the so. hadith is not in a Tirmidhi. The hadith in a Tirmidhi mentions the Quran will intercede, but nothing yeah. about a rajul al-shahib. Yeah. So we just want to yeah, be that, clear. That's, that that was. 
that's kind of irrelevant because I mean okay. we understand like like you correct okay. me on something like that then it's just okay it is, we, I know we go to termity well it's we, it's relevant because even after that conversation you're at least you and I, I haven't seen your responses but at least your friends were continuing to say it's in a termity when that's a lie because that's not well, in that's, termity again, that's not right? a lie we're, we're in a car we don't have you know oh, okay so yeah. so that's what so I'm saying look, when, when you leave here one of those guys is gonna lie in a way that they could be right. exposed right well it's, they were it's, because I, we no, had it on a video no, a lie has got to be with intent right okay so, so when you, you can, when, if not, okay. it's a mistake. So when they like, left hey, here, I think, I think Anthony's probably saying, thinking of the same hadiths we're, gotcha. we're thinking of. There are basically four or five hadiths we go to, and like two or three of them are in Termity. So gotcha. I think it's I, I think it's that it's gotta, he's got to be going with somewhere else because he said right. he never read the one in, in Ibn Majah. Ibn Majah, exactly. And that's so funny because that's only in Ibn Majah, uh, and there is a Rabbi in Tabrani as well. Hey, we we we, right, we right. read that a lot. So right. um, so so, that, so the the, con the concern that they were addressing in the car was. Um, we quoted a hadith. Yes. You said it's weak. Yes. I pointed out, look here. Yes. It's not. It's good. Yes. Um, you said no. That's just the publisher. Exactly. Darus Salam. Publisher. Yes. And then when we get in the car, we we tell Sam, hey, that's uh -huh. just the publisher. Right. And then Sam pulls up uh, Islam QA. Islam QA. Right. And it says that Al-Albani. So if right. we're wrong about that, if sure. we're wrong about that, then it, we, Islam Q&A is wrong. Sure. Uh, that's what, that's let what me, we're saying. Let me explain it to you now, okay? Because, I, I, look, again, the point is that we want to discuss things in a productive manner, right? We're not just taking yeah. shots at each other, right? So when you go to sunnah.com or Darussalam, these are publishing houses, these are websites, right? As academics, we don't just take that because where did the grading of Hassan come from? Islam QA, they misquoted the article. Another brother already made a video showing the full article. And Islam Q is again a website. These are not academic works, these are quoting, right? The Hassan grading is with a supporting evidence that doesn't mention Rajul Ashahib, the pale man issue, right? The intercession of the Quran, I mentioned the hadith in our original debate, that no doubt. And I explained that as Imam Ahmad, one of the earlier, uh, Imma, you know who Imam Ahmad is, right? You know, right? Yeah, he quotes that, right? Imam he, Ahmad. No, he doesn't. Imam Ahmad, and I put this on the, I have the brothers put this on the screen of the video. Does, he says. Don't they quote it? Didn't Islam Q&A quote it? Okay, so. Yeah, I mean, let me, let me, Imam Ahmad said about the shifa of the Quran that thawabuhu, this is in Arabic, he said the reward of reading the Quran, Ibn Taymiyyah and Majmu'ul Fatawa, if you want the references on the video, the brothers put it on the screen. It is the reward of reading the Quran that will intercede, not the Quran itself. Okay. So a reward can become a person? No, a reward will become an intercession. Let me explain how. Um, you know Siam, fasting? Fasting? So in another hadith which mentions Quran yeah, was Siam. You've read it, right? Yeah. Good. So Siam is an action. What will it do? That good deed will intercede for you. What does it mean intercede? It doesn't mean that it's going to supplicate. There's a difference that you guys probably should know, right? When Jesus, for example, the cross, he's supplicating. He's not interceding, right? Intercession is that something, somebody's trying to get you out of a hard spot, right? So the good deed of fasting will be a means of forgiveness. Thawab means a reward, okay? So the Quran, it's not the Quran becomes a person, it's the reward of you reciting the Quran, staying up at night, you know the hadith, the whole hadith, right? That that reward will become a means of your sins being forgiven and you entering Jannah. The Rewaya speaks, right? So, so this is, this is, so that's what I'm trying to explain to you, right? The Shifa, the Shifa is not literal speaking. Shifa means to intercede.
Do you understand what that means? Okay. okay. So that means that the Quran keeping you up at night, keeping you awake, reading it, praying, that reward becomes an intercession. That's it. No Muslim scholar felt the Quran would become a person. Well, they obviously do. If they're, they, I mean, they, they do not. So, yeah. Can you name one? I mean, in Ibn Majah it says okay, so again, the Quran. So let's go back to that, and, okay? And, yeah. So let's no, go I, back. I mean, I know you're going to say you're going to say it's the re, it's it's the reward, but I'm so, gonna let so you finish. are you saying the same thing about you know when chapters of the Quran appear as flocks of birds? Is this um, your reward? For I will let you finish. Them? Sure. Want me to explain it now? Yeah, yeah, but I do okay. want to get to these. So. Okay, so you want me to explain it first then, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So, first thing is, when you mention the Rawah and Ibn Majah, as I mentioned, if you take that chain by itself, and in my video, I explain that chain is weak. You understand what I'm saying? The one with that, the pale man? The pale man, right? What about the one with the birds? Is that also weak? Uh, we'll have to look at that chain, okay? But let me explain first. Those scholars that found the other riwayat, the other narrations, those that some of them don't mention the pale man, they strengthened the hadith, meaning the fact that the Quran will be an intercession. And those same scholars that you're depending on explained that to mean it is the reward. Okay? There is another hadith that mentions sadaqah. Sadaqah, charity, will be a shade for you on the day of judgment. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, when you give charity, let's say you, David, give a dollar in charity, it does not mean that dollar will come become like a canopy. Mm -hmm. The scholars didn't explain it that way. Rather, they understood it and explained it with the Arabic language to mean that on that day of judgment, when the sun's on your head and all those things are going on, Allah will shade you because of the reward of what? Charity. Charity. You want me to say charity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. charity. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to, trying to, all right, cool, cool. So because of the reward of the charity. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you understand? Okay. So same is true for the uh, uh, verses from the Quran that will be interceding, is that there the reward of you memorizing those suwar and, and learning them and practicing them, that reward will be what will be benefiting you. Now, what I'm putting out there is go back to the Salaf, you know the Salaf, the earliest generations like Imam Ahmad, and I quoted this already, and see their explanations of these ahadith, because Arabic is a very deep language, as you I'm sure are aware of. Right? There is what we call majaz. You know majaz? No. Right, well, I'm here to help, bro. Majaz is when you have a, a way of saying something that is a linguistic style. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, and here you have zahir, like the apparent meaning. You have majaz, and it's used in the Quran, in ahadith. So that's why we always go back to earlier scholars and see, okay, first thing, how is the authenticity of each hadith? And those hadith that are authentic, how does the Arabic language use them? Because you're sitting here Googling them in an English language website, not looking at the original books or the original explanation of the no, word. I'm looking at them. I, I have, I have uh, all the sites. So, nice. so I, I see a passage somewhere and I look it up to excellent, see what it says. Excellent, excellent. So you have them in Arabic or in English? Uh, it's pr parallel Arabic and English. Okay, gotcha. This, this is the Darussalam edition. Darussalam edition. So um, also your friend uh, Sam said Darussalam always goes with Sheikh Albani's greeting. That is not true. <laughs> Sheikh Zubair Ali Zay is one of my teachers. He's one of the Muhakik and Abu Dawood. Yeah, I read, they the, went, I, I read, I read uh, what I, I looked it up. When, when I got home, I looked it up. Good, you looked and it up. Saw, saw who he is. He's one of the, uh, he's one of the founders of... Who? Sheikh Albani? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, the, the, the guy. Zubair Ali Zay? Yeah, he's a. Uh, 
I forget. Uh, I read. Zubair Alize was one of my teachers, personally. Like, I studied with him. He died him. a few years ago, right? Yeah, he yeah, had okay. a brain hemorrhage. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Cool. He has a really good book on mudallisin, in case you, you know what a mudallis is. No. All right. um, so when you, when you judge hadith, one of the things is called tadlis. Okay? Tadlis is when you want to learn or later? Uh, we'll do it later, I think. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah later. Right. Uh, so go ahead. Let, let's start with your objection. Wait, so your teacher is the one who gave it the, the grade of good? No. Uh, you're talking about Ibn Majah's grading based on Darul Salam's publication. My teacher, Sheikh Zubair Ali did a takhrid on Abu Dawood for them. No, the guy who did the, the guy who did the I don't know who did Ibn for Majah. Ibn for Ibn uh, Majah. I don't know who did that. Yeah. Wait, we can look. We, you can look, okay. we can look it up. Let me let me let me again just make this very clear because I think I myself grade hadith. Mm -hmm. I do tahrij work. Okay, I have a master's in it. I look at the sanad, the chain, and we look at each narrator. Okay, we don't just Google it. We look at the narrator, what was said about him, right? And if you like, maybe in a video, I will take that hadith in Ibn Majah, go through each narrator, and explain to you the weakness. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, if somebody else strengthens it, then they have to give evidence of why they strengthened it. And if the or, if strength, they, or if they disagree with your concerns about a person, right? It would, it, yeah, so again, it, it wouldn't be my concerns, right? Because I don't know them. You would go back to Ilm al-Rijal. Those early scholars of hadith that met the people, or those that met those that met them, and wrote about their biographies. You understand now? Mm -hmm. Right? So nobody today can go and change the gradings on their own. Okay? You have to go back to the original. Let me just explain this to you because in the future we'll help you. What's your name? Mask guy? You can give me a fake name if you're scared to give your real name. Don't worry about it. What? Josh. Alright, Josh. Dave's looking at you like that's not your name. That's no, right. I don't know. Right, I don't know. Right. <laughs> don't know. All right. What's your name? Don't, don't. What's your name? John. Okay. So Josh asked John. John heard David say something. Okay. David Wood. Right. So who heard you? Josh. John. John. Right. And who heard him? Josh. Right. So unlike the Bible, where you have the original disciples and then you have manuscripts that are Greek, Kone Greek later, right? You have a break between them. They're based off the writings, right? Are we good? Uh, depending on what you mean, but kind of irrelevant to the... To yeah, but, but I'm explaining, explaining the chain of narrators, right? So okay. you do have writings of authors that we don't know their names of, and then later you have Greek manuscripts that are 40, 70, 100, 400 years later, right? So in Hadith, we look at that chain, yeah, right? So now, is Josh a reliable narrator or not? I today, or you today, or Sheikh Albani, or Sheikh Ahmed Shakir, or Sheikh Arnoud, cannot go and change that, because we don't know him. But those early scholars of Hadith, like Yahya ibn Mayin, Ahmad ibn Hanbal, those ibn Khuzayma, Tirmidhi, Imam Bukhari, those scholars that met him, or met the people that met him, went to his area, found out about him, documented his life. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they will talk about whether he's strong or weak in hadith. Yeah, but okay? there has to be dis disagreements because even when sure. I'm reading a hadith, it'll mm -hmm. say so and so graded it this way, so sure. and so graded it that right. way, so and so graded it but this way. But the difference is when you have a difference in, in grading, you have to provide your evidence mm -hmm. of what is the jarh. So I'm saying there, there has to be room for disagreement because sure. they clearly disagree. But if you want to know, in the end, it becomes evident. How you say? who criticized him and for what? Yeah. And who strengthened him, Ta'adil, and for what? And does the, the, the Ta'adil reply to the criticism or not? Okay? So if there is a disagreement, it's not based on people's opinions, it's on evidences. If you say he's weak, how do you know him to be weak? And if he says he's strong, how does 
you know. And if you want to spend the time and effort, then you can figure out what is the correct ruling. Okay? The hadith in Ibn Majah by itself, not looking at supporting evidences, across the board, ulama graded it to be weak. Okay? Shaykh Albani, in the book that I showed in the video, the Da'if ibn Majah by itself weakened him, right? But there are supporting evidences, but the key issue is the supporting evidence. They don't have the pale man. There you go, David, you're getting on board. Ready for Shahada now or later? No, I have later? to say, All right. when I see the different gradings, then I'm like, okay, the only way for me to make a decision would be for me to understand everything that's going on here. Excellent, so that's excellent. My, that's my position. Well, I'm so here to help. Basically, you're saying one thing, another guy's saying another thing. That Which other guy are you talking about? Uh, I mean, it's on cue the website. They didn't have a conversation with you about the difference of things. Ibn Majah, the guy who did that is a Hadith scholar. So again, so in Ibn Majah, if you take it by itself, uh -huh. Sheikh Albani and others, they're all graded to be weak. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a publishing house looking at the supporting evidences. Mm -hmm. The supporting evidences doesn't have Rajul al-Shahib, so the pale man has to be then taken out from that. What is being graded as Hassan is the fact that Quran will make Shifa on the Day of Judgment. Those same scholars that you're depending on, like Imam Ahmad, already explained that hadith as well. Okay? He said, فَثَوَابُهُ And Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah in his Majmu al-Fatawa, yeah, you can get the reference from the video if you like, or if you can come look at it in our library. He said that those earlier a'imma scholars across of the Sunnah said, the meaning of this is the reward. Not that no scholars that Ibn Taymiyyah, Imam Ahmad, or all of them said the Quran will physically become a person. So that interpretation you're putting into a weak narration. All I'm really thinking is I don't understand how it's any easier okay. for a reward to become mm -hmm. a pale man than no, this is know, an eternal speech to become let me, a pale let me, man. Let me explain it. it. Let, me, let me explain it to you. Okay, so when we talk about Jesus on the cross, mm -hmm. he is calling out to his father, mm -hmm. right? My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? He's quoting scripture, but yeah, go ahead. Is he calling out or not? He's quoting scripture. Jesus is quoting scripture. That's a quotation of, from the Psalms. Every, every, every sure. Jewish listener would have known he's quoting a psalm. No, no, I understand. Which but talks about, which is, talks about... Um, so, so that quotation, the, the supplication he's using, is not him calling out to God? Not if you're just thinking he's just randomly crawling. No, out, no, 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 no. Nobody said randomly. He's quoting, he's quoting scripture, which okay. is a scripture about um, someone that you think has been cursed by God and despised, and you've got the victory over him. Okay. But God is ultimately using all of that for his purposes. So he, he calls that out. Every Jewish listener had recited sure. it over and over and over again in their life. They would have heard it. Today, okay. if people don't know the Psalms, it just sounds like he's just randomly crawling, you know, calling out some words. Sure, nobody's saying randomly. Okay. But you have Jesus, separate entity from God, calling out to God, right? He's calling out to somebody, right? Uh, I wouldn't say separate entity, but okay. But so let me let me just uh, get just this like, clear. Just like based on our discussion last time, you wouldn't say the hand is a, Allah's hand is a Again, separate entity. I think we're, we're, we're past the whole idea of sifat being separate entities, right? Yeah, we'll eventually uh, okay. get, to, get to some questions. So, at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice. Yep. Right. So who's calling out? Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Saying. So he's saying, Iloe, Iloe, Alama. Sabachantani, right? Yeah. Which is translated as, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Okay. So this is Jesus physically calling out to the Father. Mm -hmm. Are we in agreement there? Um, 
<laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's not, pretty clear. Not, not entirely. It's, so it's Jesus is not calling out to his father? He's also calling out to the people who were, listening, who were around him. He's quoting a scripture. Okay, but, okay. So, is this the father speaking? This is the son speaking. Thank you. So it's the son speaking to the people around him and referring to the father. Is that correct? Yeah. You seem confused. No, I'm just wondering where we're. Where okay, we're okay. So, so that that's the whole point. The Quran is kalamullah. Okay, it's the words of Allah. It, the Quran, does not separate from Allah and speak to Allah separately. Okay, the shifa. The intercession is the deeds. Do you, are you with me or not? Yeah, I understand. I understand. The All deeds of that. are not a part why, of Allah. I don't understand why it's any easier for the deed of reciting the Excellent. Quran to appear because and the, intercede and okay. speak or whatever. Let me, let me make this clear for you, David. I got you. I don't think we're going to get any Because the deed, it will, it will. Just listen. The deeds are not a part of Allah, right? So that's, that's the only reason. That's it. So Allah does not call out to himself. He does not separate. Right? Like you said, Jesus here. What about here, Surah Al-Fatiha? Surah Al-Fatiha, what about it? I know that it doesn't start off with say, right? It's just, okay. a, it's just, it's just a, it's just a prayer. Yeah. So what does that so have to do with anything? If that's the speech of Allah, and He's not right. saying, if He's not commanding other people to oh. say it. Miskeen, poor guy. Yeah. I got you, bro. So the Quran so for, the, for the for the camera here. What I was wondering is, you have other chapters of the Quran, and they say, say this, say that, say this, say that, say this. Mm -hmm. And then so, if this is Allah's eternal speech, then Allah from all eternity is saying, say this, say that, say this, talk yes. to someone else. But with Fatiha, it's just a prayer. So if Allah, if that's Allah's eternal speech, then that would be Allah reciting a prayer from, you know, from all eternity sure. or whatever you believe let in me, the Let me explain it now. Al-Fatiha. Are we gonna get to these? Yeah, we are. You asked the question, right? So Al-Fatiha is the words of Allah, as is the rest of the Quran. And the words of Allah are eternally with him. When there is nobody to hear it, when there are people to hear it, it will all be with, be with him. Not all of the Quran will begin with Qul, right? Certain verses would, be, would begin with Qul, yeah? Even when Allah addresses Musa, Moses, right? In the Quran, that speech was with Allah before Musa was even created. Right? But Allah knew from His wisdom and His knowledge that, that this time would come and at that time that speech was revealed, not created, was revealed to Musa salam. Do you understand now? So Al-Fatiha, we use it as a prayer, right? Mm -hmm. And we use other verses in the Quran as adiyah, as prayers. But that doesn't mean if it doesn't begin with Qul, Allah is not telling us to use it. Qul, when you say قُلْ يَهُ الْكَافِرُونَ For example, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ وَهَدْ قُلْ لَهُ دَرْوَ الْفَلَقْ قُلْ لَهُ يَوَ Those are all to be revealed to certain situations and to be said to certain people. But much of the Qur'an is still the words of Allah. It's still used in supplication, right? But it doesn't mean it has to start with قُلْ. This is your confusion that inshallah we've cleared up now, okay? So Al-Fatiha... No, sure. It still okay. sounds like Allah from all eternity. I mean, if this is speech, yes. if He has said this, yes. then He's saying a, he's saying a prayer. He's not, telling he's not saying say a prayer. prayer. We use it as a prayer. And he knew, Allah, with his infinite knowledge, that we would use those verses for prayers. So with him, he always had the same wordings. Just like I gave you an example, and I don't know if it didn't sink in, when Allah addresses Musa, yeah. right? Moses, right? 
Yeah. So when Allah had the speech with him eternally, even before Musa was born, it was revealed at that time. Al-Fatiha and all of the Quran and much more than that. This is not all of Kalamullah. Much more than it's always been with Allah. And when the situation is right, Allah revealed. Do you know the Quran was revealed in three stages? Do you know this? Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? You don't as far know? As different stages? Do you, do you know about the three stages of revelation of Quran? You mean what? All to Muhammad, right? Nope. <laughs> David, come on, man. You're here out there talking all this stuff. Are we going to go you, on you, this topic for a while? No, no. Did you asked this I question. Like I feel dodging some basic Oh, I'm not. Questions. Forget that then. Let's get to your questions. Look, I'm trying to help you learn. Mm -hmm. But if you got something else you want to talk about, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let me just give you these three, just to increase okay. your knowledge. So you okay. can say, today Uthman taught me something. Okay. All right, you good? Yeah. The Quran was revealed in three stages. Ibn Abbas, the companion, he explained this in a Tabari, the book Tabari, you can find authentic chain. Mm -hmm. He said, Allah revealed first his kalam that was always with him to Luh al-Mahfuf. You know Luh al-Mahfuf? No? All right. You gotta, you gotta, this, is, this is Islam 101 for David today. All right. So there is the preserved tablet mm -hmm. where Allah has decreed. Yeah. So his wording was with him always. It's uncreated. But yeah. he decreed it for the Luh al-Mahfuf to record. And then in one night, it was revealed to Baytul Izzah, which is in the last sky. Understand? And then the third revelation is over 23 years to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. This is not the first time. This is how. So this is what you need to understand. That didn't begin with Al-Fatiha being a prayer for us to use. That was always with Allah and it was revealed to Luh al-Mahfud and to Baytul Izzah. And then through 23 years of the life of the Prophet Sallallahu the Quran was revealed, not created, didn't start. It was revealed to the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu So even those verses that address the Prophet were always with Allah. And Allah knew that a time would come that those would be then revealed. But is Allah speaking this from all eternity? or Allah has His Kalam with Him for all eternity. Is He saying this? So again, so this is, this is He reveals it uh -huh. at different times to different creations. But it's not eternal speech. It is eternal speech. So He's saying it? Uh, again, speech doesn't mean that it's actively being said. This is something that is the words of Allah with Allah. It is revealed at certain times. It's not like it's constantly being said but it's revealed to his creation at different times. Mm -hmm. All right, so go ahead, let's get your, I don't want you to think we're dodging anything. All right, so I read these four. Oh, good, Allah and, guide you uh, with them. Uh, the one I wanted to make a video about it was in here, and then I thought, well, I'd ask you, uh, I'd ask you a bit. Right. But so, uh, I, think I, I think I had a couple more objections about this one. No, we'll, 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 we'll go right. through them. They shouldn't take too. They shouldn't take, take it. terribly long. Go for long. it. Go for it. All right. So this is mis, this is misconceptions about Islam, and so. One of the, and some of these are just clarification. Like, what exactly do you mean by this? Because it's hit me, like bro. Go wrong. ahead, man. Don't be shy. So, I got you. Uh, um, misconception number one is Muslims do not share good and noble values with non-Muslims. And it says some people allege that Islamic values are somehow incompatible with decent Western values. Such claims cannot be further from the truth. And then, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, can I read that? Because that, that doesn't sound like it. Such claims could not be further from the okay, truth. Can, can I take a look? Oh, okay. So this is a misconception. This yeah, is not a statement. That. Okay, I'm sorry. Because it seems like yeah. saying Muslims do not share good values yeah, is, is a statement. This is misconception okay, number so one. So let me let me just clarify this for the cameras. Well, we, we're reading it okay. together, right? So this is a misconception that is not true. That some people, maybe Islamophobes or those that have some kind of hatred, 
say that Muslims do not share good and noble values with non-Muslims. That is not true, right? Some people allege that Islamic values are somehow incompatible with decent Western values, right? Yeah. Such claims could not be further from the truth. Muslims cherish noble and universal values such as being honest and just, such as keeping one's word, allowing freedom of religion, respecting parents, relatives, neighbors, and the elderly, being charitable, generous, and looking after the poor and needy, not lying, cheating, swearing, or backbiting anyone. Muslims are required to contribute positively towards society and to always conduct themselves in the highest moral and best action. All right. All right. So Thank the, you for the, the, the point of confusion here was Muslims cherish noble and universal values sure. such as, and then it says allowing freedom of religion. Sure. So this is at any sort of Westerner who mm. reads that would okay. think that Islam has freedom of religion as a universal value. So then, noble and universal values such as What's your freedom contention? of religion. Well, I'm thinking of uh, things like uh, uh, death penalty for apostasy. So sure. you leave Islam, you convert sure. to something else, um, and you get put to death. So sure. I'm saying when, when someone who's walking by here and takes your trap, mm -hmm. takes a look at that. Takes my trap? Take Come track. on, Dave. We call these tracks. Tracks? These are called tracks. What's the track? T. R A C T tracks. Oh, tracks. That's okay, that's cool. We, we normally think of, I mean, as far as Christians handing them out, we normally think of pamphlets as something thicker, and then um, tracks as like a one, like a one full. We just think of sharing and values, but okay, okay. So, yeah. so, so, guys, so, so, let me explain something to you. Okay. When you talk about first thing, the idea of religious freedom, right? Um, in the time of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, peace and blessings be upon him, were there Christians and Jews that lived in Medina, lived under the Khilafah, and were able to pray, have churches and things, or no? Um, yeah, they ultimately became dimmies, but I'm, I'm more, sure, I'm more sure. thinking of, I, you know, okay, we, we so understand, we're, we're we understand getting... the dimmy status and the jizya and so on. I'm more thinking of sure. polytheists because, and, wait, wait, atheists, so, so because anyone here who hears sure. universal value, sure. freedom of religion, sure. would think that there is no death penalty for leaving so, Islam or something so, like that. So, let, so me, let, me, let me clarify for you. I got you, David. All right. So, first thing to understand when you talk about universal freedom of religion, we need to understand what that encompasses, right? So, for example, when you had the Spanish Inquisition. Right? You know about the Spanish Inquisition? Yeah. Okay. So when the Spaniards came, they didn't allow people to stay Muslim, right? It was either you convert or die, right? Um, Come on, David. Don't yeah. try to deny it. You're on tape, bro. Some cases, no. we, we, Spanish Inquisition. We condemn, you do. We condemn violence, but the gotcha. point is, it's not. It's not part of the religion. That's what. That's what I, people do. I agree with which you. Which is exactly what I'm, I'm sure trying, you say about certain people. I would. But, I would. But the Spanish Inquisition is an example of not allowing the people to practice their religion. True, Either happens. you become Christian or yeah. die. So I wouldn't call that freedom of religion. Agreed. True. Right? In Islam, we don't have that. If you, even if you are a dhimmi or whatever, you have the right to keep to your religion. Nobody's going to force you to become Muslim. Is that right? Um, yeah, it is. So let's no, move I don't think so. Okay, so why not, bro? Well, okay, if, 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 if you're in a Muslim country and you convert, uh -huh. So, so hold on. We're first talking about people following. Are you free to convert? Are you free to leave Islam? Sure. Let me let me get to that. Let me let, let me get to that. Take I got that, you. all of you people who say that you should be killed. 
Like, yeah, I don't know who those people are, but okay. I mean, you got right, Ali, so. Dawa. Ali Dawa says Ali Dawa you, leave, you're, you, you know, you're, you're spreading your, uh, okay. you're so, spreading your so, uh, unbelief, then you got to be put to death. I, I, I got you, bro. I, I, let, me, let me first explain this to you, okay? So, first thing is, here in America, right? Mm -hmm. Let me Because you're talking about Islamic value, right? You're not talking about the Khilafah and Bay'ah, because those are things that you're trying to skip out on, which I'm going to make clear, okay? Hold on, hold on, I got you. I'm saying, I, I understand it here. I understand okay. it here. So, no, no, no. So, so you're, you're, you're talking about Islam, right? So in Islam, if somebody here, as a Muslim, I'm here, somebody comes, takes a book, becomes a Muslim, right? And then he leaves his religion. Am I to kill him? No. Why not? You've got freedom of religion. Right? But as a Muslim, is it an obligation upon me to kill that person? It's not. And no scholar said that you can't, yeah. right? So this is where you have to be clear, right? Yeah. Now, we'll I'm give you... The track isn't clear. Okay, well, I'm making it okay. clear for you. I, I think it is clear, but if you're not clear, I'll make it if clear you for you. say universal, that would mean everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, now we believe that people have the right to practice their religion universally, under Islamic Khilafah, not under Khilafah, everywhere. Polytheists? Right? Polytheists, sure. There were polytheists after the Prophet in Mecca. You didn't know that? Yeah, until... Until what? Didn't, it, didn't they reveal some verses about you, you got a couple months to get out or... Get out of or where? else? Well, the opening verses of, uh, of Surah Tawbah? Tawbah is about a particular battle. You know that, right? Yeah, but... Surah the Asab. We, we could, we oh, could, you, you, you didn't, you're, you're you didn't know that, that polytheists continue to a, exist in Mecca even after, even in the time of the, of the Khulafa? I'd be interested in reading your David, you need to get educated, son. We can read some of this. I'll tell you what. I have a series on YouTube about the life of the Prophet, peace be upon him, from authentic sources. Okay. Why don't you go home, check the Majid Ribad channel, and watch it. Right? There were polytheists that were there under the Islamic Khilafah all the way through Abbasiyah and Amawiyah. This is historic facts. Have you have you read Tabari and Ibn Kathir Bidayah and Nihaya? On, uh, on apparently not. On Surah Nine, yeah. <laughs> Surah Tawbah is about what? It's about a bunch of things. Okay, but what's the Asbab al Nuzul? Um, I mean, at first you have. Uh, Do you know what Asbab al Nuzul long, means? Long. What, what does Asbab al Nuzul mean? That's uh, the uh, situations of the revelations or the something context, like that. Yeah, context right. of revelations, okay. So Surah Tawbah is in the context of the Battle of Ahzab. Okay. You know that, right? Um, you didn't know that. It's okay. We're here to learn. So when you look at an ayah, you have to look at the context of that verse. Okay? Where is it applicable in a time of peace or war? Is it about a particular situation, a particular people, or is it am? Do you know what am and khas means? No. All right. I'm, I'm here to help you, Dave. I got you. Am. Well, it it kind of it seems like you're deflecting. I'm really not. Because it's I'm a very trying, simple thing. Yeah. Are, you asked about Surah Tawbah. to leave Islam in a, Sure. In a I'm, 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 I'll answer that. But first, I want you to understand. That's my really only objection because, to that part. Because your question that came up from you was about Surah Tawbah. So I'm just trying to explain to you so you don't go the rest of your life with this misconception, making videos without being ignorant of what am and khas is, right? There are certain verses that are for certain situations. You need to learn that before you make videos and certain that are general. The particular is called khas. Some are about jihad, about the time of fighting. Some are about the Quraysh who were oppressing Muslims at that time. But they're not generally taken about all non-Muslims in all different areas. So you need to 
learn that so that you don't misunderstand the Quran. Now, let's get back to your question. Your education will have to wait, all right? So, now, when you talk about the hukum of murtad, the murtad, all right? First thing which you're missing is this is not generally for somebody who leaves Islam. This is for somebody who's under the khilafah, right? Like in Pakistan, for example, today. Okay, so you know that. So why, why are you well, not, confused then? <laughs> right? I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, so, I wouldn't say under the, under the khilafah, but I, I see that it wouldn't apply over here, in a way. No, no. So, so let's take it at Pakistan, for example, or Malaysia, right? Those are Muslim countries. People that become Christian are not put to death. Do you know that, right? Um, yeah, we're talking about Islam here. We are talking about Islam. So we're talking about. So, so when we talked about Islam, you said Muslim countries. When I talk about Muslim countries, talking about Islam, it's, 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 right? It's very so, simple. It's very simple. If anyone leaves the, his religion, kill him. But that is saying, that is under that is under al bayah when you have pledged and there is a court system and a khilafah because that comes under treason. So if you have a caliphate. Yes. If you have a caliphate. Yes. And someone is in the Muslim community who gives allegiance. Okay. Right? So a Muslim. Let's say so, so well, you're, 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 you're a Muslim and sure. then later on and then let's you say, change your mind sure. and you decide to become a pagan. Sure. So here does, you, it, does it apply there? Sure. So let me death penalty? Let me let me clarify okay. for you, bro. So when you are under a khilafah and you give bayah, you have pledged an allegiance to the khilafah. Right? Mm -hmm. At that time then you become a murtad, meaning you leave Islam, but you don't tell anybody. This is between you, you just sit there and worship your own whatever at home. Nobody's going to kill you. Understand? But if you go out now under an Islamic Khilafah, you give the allegiance and you start preaching towards other religions, right? The paganism, whatever. It's religions who the Khilafah may be at battle with. Then this is taken as treason. And you know in America also treason can have the death penalty, right? Here, you will not just be put to death. You will not. This is, this is where your misunderstanding happens, right? No, I know the, there, there, there are waiting periods and stuff depending yeah, on so which school. First, first so. they will speak to you, right? They will talk to you like, hey, <coughs> why are you trying to cause fitna? You know what fitna is? Yeah. Tribulations in the land. If you didn't want to be Muslim, that's you. But now you're trying to cause a problem within the Khilafah, right? Just like in America, let's say you tomorrow, David Wood gives uh, allegiance to Daesh, ISIS, mm -hmm. right? You you give, now, now FBI is going to come talk to you, bro, what are you doing, right? And you start posting about them and you start supporting them. Now you're going against the government. Now you'll be arrested. You could get the death penalty. You could be arrested. You could be sent to Gitmo, whatever else would happen. That is how the irtad laws work under that circumstances. But like I said, if you're Christian and you're living in the Muslim land, you have the universal right to practice your religion as Islam has protected. And, and a, a polytheist as well. Sure. And like I just, I just told you that right now you have so many Hindus living in Pakistan, living in Malaysia, even in Saudi, right? Even in the, in the Middle East, you know that, right? Nobody kills them. Nobody's stopping them from in, 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 in Dubai. Now they got Hindu temples and stuff. So you know all this. You're just, I don't know, maybe you're just trying no, no, to play no, this. I, but. I distinguish between the religion and what people do. Right? Okay. So in so, the religion so when, of Islam, when, when a Muslim does something sure. and I can't think of, hey, in what, the religion of Islam, Islam, those people that were Hindu, when the Muslims conquered and ruled India, they did not convert them. The majority of India stayed Hindu. They were not killed. They were not converted. They were given the right to practice their religion. And that is what Islam teaches us. We cannot force anybody to become Muslim. And we don't tell anybody, hey, either if you're Hindu, either become Muslim or you die. No Muslim agrees with that. Oh, actually, there's a... There's a point on that right here. That we'll get to. I, had a, I had a question about that one as well. So, 
when you say universal freedom of religion, mm -hmm. that wouldn't include the right to leave Islam under a caliphate and then to go out preaching your religion, even if your religion calls you to, so, let's so, say, share so, the gospel. So that that would not be religious freedom that would be considered causing a fitna a tribulation within the khilafah and that would be tried under treason but you could i mean you could say that of anything i mean you yeah. could have an american ruler who jumps up and decides hey you know spreading islam that's could treason yeah. and i wouldn't call that freedom of religion take it up with that american so, leader but but let, let me so let me explain some qualifications something here. So, so let me explain that's all I'm saying. sure mm -hmm. What you are confusing in your mind is the difference between the freedom of religion and treason, right? So if tomorrow America said that whoever follows Daesh's version of Islam, which I don't agree with, right? I don't agree with what they say, but if a government says that if you follow that, we consider that treason and you will be arrested and put in jail or possibly put to death and so on, that has happened and could happen. And we wouldn't say that you don't have the freedom of religion, right? Even today, if somebody like David Wood stands up in the Abu Park and takes a Daesh flag and starts says that my religious beliefs are that Daesh is correct, you would be arrested. Would you say we don't have freedom of religion in America? Um, I would say it's clearly not universal freedom of religion. Okay, well, I think you're, you need to have a talk with <laughs> you know, some kind of lawyers here because people consider that not to be the, uh, uh, an, an impediment of freedom of religion, but rather something against the state. I would just say okay, that so if, you're, if you're if you're raised as something and you conclude that it's false and you want to and you want to share your ahead. new religion, again. that seems like that would be free. So, that would be like the bare bones of so freedom of religion. It, so it would again it would again depend on the situation, the place, the Islamic judge that would take it to court, that would have that discussion, and if it is seen as irtad, then that hukum is there. This is what we mean, and I hope we're clear with it. Inshallah, we are clear. All right, next. I think this needs to be clarified. I think it is clear I think your mind had some misconceptions but go ahead let, let me put it this way every person walking down here who reads that mm -hmm. if they believe it they would they would assume that you're free to leave Islam I think you're making an assumption I don't think I am you are have you talked to everybody? Um, we could ask like 50 people who walk by. Hey, All right. What do you think this means? I'll tell you what. Why don't you get to your other yeah, points you just got, first? Just got two right. more here. Go ahead. Okay, so point three. So this is misconception. Number yes. three. Islam permits terrorism. And the verse that's used, I'll go ahead and read the line before it. Go ahead. says, the Quran clearly demonstrates the seriousness of killing an innocent person <laughs> and emphasizes the value of human life. Good. Yeah. Surah 5, verse 32. If anyone murders, if anyone murders an innocent person, it will be as if he has murdered the whole of humanity. Yeah. And if anyone saves a person, it will be as if he has saved the whole of humanity. Excellent. And there's quotation marks. There's no dot, dot, dots there. Do you believe that is an one, two questions? Do you believe that is an accurate quotation of that verse? Okay. And two, do you believe that the meaning is represented correctly here as far as the context of the passage in the Quran. Because you got the story of Cain and Abel right afterwards, and then you got sort of lessons drawn okay. right after sure. that. 
So uh, I didn't make this flyer, so okay. I just want you to be clear. I don't know which translation or how they were, they're using. None. But, oh, I'm sorry, what? This can't possibly be a translation. Uh, it's got to be some translation. I mean, I, it's not in Arabic, right? <laughs> they left so many things out of that person. Okay, but, but again. Like, they could call it a paraphrase or something. Right, like right. That. So, so, so you, you know and I know there are also paraphrased Bibles. I have one at home that paraphrases meanings and their, 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 their verses throughout the Bible. You know that, right? Yeah. So if they're using something like that, that's up to them. But what about this ayah? What, what problem do you have? Does the Quran not forbid killing people here? Uh, not, not in a way that would, okay. that so, would condemn terrorism. So, so let's let's look at a Arabic Quran, right? Surah five, right? This is thematic translation. What's that mean? Uh, it takes themes by paragraph. Okay. So look it up. Go ahead. We're just here visiting. Five thirty-two. Mm -hmm. Okay. So read it. Okay. So five. Surah five, verse thirty-two. Mm -hmm. That is why we ordained for the children of Israel that whoever takes a life. Sure. So that's first part that they cut out, that this was a uh, children's business. Well, that's Actually, not cut out. That, I mean, again, so some verses are like half a page uh -huh. to quote a part of that verse. How long it doesn't change away from the meaning? Whatever was ordained. Let, let me just explain it. It's actually it. a quotation from the Talmud here, not the, not the Oh, no, 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 you poor guy. You don't understand. This is a, uh, I got this you. This is a quotation from Mishnah Sanhedrin chapter 4. Okay, so let me explain this to you. This is not Mishnah Sanhedra or the Talmud. Okay? This is the Quran. Okay? This is not from the Talmud. This is the words of Allah revealed to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Even well, you're talking to a Muslim, so yes, my belief, bro. But is this in your hand, the Talmud or the Quran? Yeah, but it's, it says revealed to the children of Israel. Sure. So it's a, a revelation that the children sure. of Israel have. So and let me have that. It's in it's in the, the Talmud. I got you. But this is not from the Talmud. This is from the Quran. This is chapter Al-Ma'idah that is in the Quran. Okay. Okay. Now those things that Allah reveals to us about what was revealed to the people of Bin Israel is in the Quran as a benefit for us as well. Those things we take rulings from depending on whether they were specific for them or not. And this is one of the verses where Allah has revealed a guidance for us in the Quran. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. So now, if I was to use like uh, Ayatul Kursi or one of those very long ayat and I use a part of the ayat that is relevant to the subject, this is not cutting or, or leaving out. Do you, you, do you normally, understand? You normally I mean? indicate when you're when you're cutting into a verse and cutting out. You know what I mean? Uh, you sure. Dot dot dot. So, then part so, of it. So this is then, again this is again your whoop. misconception. Let me just explain this okay. to you now because see I have to educate you about so many things so you can understand. When the Quran was revealed, there are ayat that have wukuf. You know what a wukuf is? You probably don't. So now you have where. A, a subject matter begins and ends. Okay. Sometimes you have multiple of those in one verse. Are you understanding me? Sometimes you have a verse that the next verse completes the meaning. Okay? Okay. The, the ayah where it says the ones who pray are cursed, you have to look at the next verse. Uh, they are upon their uh, prayer. Uh, and they're, they're, they're lazy, they're, they're, they're not careful about their salah, salah, right? So now if you don't understand the second verse, you don't understand the first. But on the other hand, there are verses that are almost half a page that have many different contexts within it. So if you take from the meaning that is complete, nothing wrong with that. 
Are you educated now on that? No? Right. No. I, mean, I like education then. Okay. They, they keep taking stuff out of the middle as well. So that's what right. I just said. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, so read, I mean, read that. If you're so, going to do that, you can make any verse say anything you want. No, you can't. Because there are you can. wukuf. You can, I can I take the, a verse the, and the, chop a bunch of parts out of it. You didn't understand what I said. See, this is what a problem. You know what a waqf is? You don't. So that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Okay. You cannot just take things out. You have to look at where you can stop okay. and where the subject matter completes. Mm -hmm. You, have you ever got an Arabic? Well, no, no, this is, like, like your, your ignorance is the problem this here. Because is, this, you see what this is? <laughs> this letter here? Mm -hmm. Do you know what that is? No, go ahead. This is called a jim. Okay. All right. Why is it there? This is so that it's jayis to stop there. You know what that means? So you're saying there's there's these stops all yes. through the middle of this verse? Yeah, not just this verse, throughout no, the Quran. No, this, this verse. Okay, so let's look at Because the, the verse doesn't make any sense without the, the context. Because about says, this being Bin Israel? It says that is why we are okay. getting for the children of Israel. So it's talking about the, what the, the story okay. about uh, the, the bird showing uh, Cain how to, how to bury his brother. Sure, right? but, the, but the fact that Allah forbid killing man and, and put the sin of killing yeah, yeah, one that, person. That, that's, right, that's let me, fine. Let me, let me finish. Let me here. finish. Let me finish. That there is not related just in that context. Mm -hmm. That hukam, that if you kill one person, it's like killing all of mankind unjustly, mm -hmm. is going to be applicable till the day of judgment. By the way, do you know, okay. where, that, do you know where that came from in the Talmud? I'm not saying I this not. came from the Talmud. Okay, I'm it's glad you're not. Because it's actually a commentary on the story of Cain and Abel. Okay. It wasn't supposed to be revelation. In it the Talmud you're talking about? In the Talmud. It okay. was a commentary on the story of Cain and Abel. Okay. And the reason the rabbi said this was, mm -hmm. he said that when God says your brother's blood cries out to me for the ground, okay. the ground, blood there is plural. So it's okay. your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. And so the rabbi who's commenting on it, he says this is how God is telling us that it's not just the person you kill, it's all future generations of that person. It's all of his blood. It's not his blood, it's all of the bloods of his future descendants. So okay. it's actually a commentary from, from a rabbi in the Talmud that ends up in the Quran. But all of that is not the point here, right? So okay. you're saying... So you're, again... No, that, no, no, that, let, 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 me, let me just read okay. the verse. We'll talk <laughs> about the parts ahead, that are cut ahead. out. Go ahead. I understand that you don't always need to quote an entire verse. Okay, good. So you, at least you're clear there. Yeah. When it says, so that is why we ordained for the children of Israel, mm -hmm. that part gets cut off and starts here, right? But then, notice, whoever takes a life, and then we have, unless as a punishment for murder or mischief in the land, that part gets cut out. It will be as if they killed all of humanity. Mm -hmm. And whoever saves a life, it will be as if they saved all of humanity. Okay. So that's kind of problem one, is this verse is allowing killing people for certain crimes, okay. namely murder or for spreading mischief in the land. So notice, okay. they cut all sure. that out. They, they, they didn't. But let me explain it to you, because you apparently <laughs> uh, don't understand how translations are done. So I will, I will explain it to you now, okay? okay? So, what does it say here? Min ajal dhalik, kathabna ala bani Israel. So we ordained on bani Israel, innahu. Now, you see the uh, wow here? So anyway, I mean, uh, Just tell me what the reason is for cutting it out. Sure, sure, I will explain it to you. Man qatala nafsan bighayri nafsin aw fasad fil ard. Whoever kills somebody, 
that is not in is not in response to either them having killed somebody or spreading mischief on earth, right? So what does it say here? If anybody murders what? An innocent person. An innocent person. It's a paraphrasing. Yes, 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 yes. And, and, and innocent here shows that this is not general, that if it's for a crime, mm -hmm, then that would not be included here. Okay. Now you're clear? Yeah. So there's no cutting. It is understanding with the word innocent here, representing that meaning. And now, now let me finish. So, like I said, there are, when you translate from one, and that's why we always keep the Quran in Arabic, to know the original text, to always look at the original verbiage, right? When you translate, everything has to give the meaning, right? So, whoever translated that saw that the word innocent would then take away those that were guilty of murder or causing terrorism or whatever else, fitna in the land. So they translated it with the word innocent there. Okay, and as I said, I don't know which translation they're using, but they did not cut anything out. That's the way they understood the verse and translated it. Okay. Now, if you don't like that translation, that's perfectly fine. You can email them and say, hey, I prefer the translation, not a problem. Well, but, but don't say they cut anything out, because they didn't. That's the way they so translated they translated it. with this long exception clause as just innocent. Yeah, but okay. that, that is an exception, I would right? Consider I would say you need to put something in there to indicate that you're putting it out. Otherwise, people so, think they're so let me, getting a direct let me, quotation. Let me, let me explain this to you. Okay? Well, I haven't even gotten to the point yet. Hold on, bro. Okay. I mean, about the innocent part. I, mean, you, you, I thought this was the point. but okay. So when you have translations, we have like Mohsen Khan, who is a very literal, exact translation. For each word, he puts like three, four letters in. right? Then you have Sahih International. You have Dr. Mustafa Khattab. You have others who took to be more the meaning of the verse. Yeah. Because we always remember, if you want to get the original, as it was revealed, we have it in Arabic. Unlike the Bible, which the earliest manuscripts are in Koine Greek, not in Aramaic, we have the original Arabic. So if you want to go back and research the meaning and the depth and the exact wording, you have it. But if you want to look at it in English, we always say this is the meanings of the translations to give you the gist of the Quran. Okay. okay. So if you prefer a different translation, I would, you know, I, I, again, I didn't publish this, again, that's, but that's, feel free to uh, message the one who published it and say, hey. Not the, the, the point is, when you take it in these two verses together yeah. in context and how <laughs> people understood them. You're I'm assuming people understood message. them. I know, because you have a bias in your mind in understanding, unfortunately. Right? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, okay, go ahead. So you have verse 32. Okay. And then we have verse 33. Okay. And again, this is quoted to show that Islam doesn't allow terrorism. Sure. It says, indeed, in, your, in the translation you guys are handing out, indeed, the penalty for those who wage war against God and his messenger yeah. and spread mischief in the land yeah. is death, crucifixion, cutting off their hands and feet on opposite sides or Excellent. exile from the land. Yes. This penalty is a disgrace for them in this world, and they will suffer a tremendous punishment in the hereafter. Excellent. As for those who repent before you seize them, then uh, know that God is all-forgiving, most merciful. All right. Good. So the very next verse talks about killing people for certain yes. certain for penalties. what? Certain penalties. For what? There is making war. There's the crime of making war against, against God, Allah and uh -huh, His messenger. And his messenger. 
and for the vague crime of spreading mischief. Did you say the vague crime? I say vague crime. But you just added that into the verse. No, I said, Does no, it I'm, say say, I'm saying it's a vague crime. So you're looking at the verse and David, adding your own word. David Wood is saying it's a vague crime. Uh, I say because, that because, because, because there, David... Iran, Iran just executed... Let me... Let me now, thank you, David Wood, for ending your... your Anyway, whatever you want to say. So let me just explain it. You're saying it's vague because you're ignorant. And I don't mean that as an insult. I mean that as a, a advice. Mm -hmm. Because you don't understand tafsir or what fasad fil ard means. But the pro let me finish. I know, no, the, I know the historical background. If you're going to talk it? about what is it? Is that the one where the guys came and they converted to Islam? And that is, that isn't, I have read that in the commentaries. Which and, commentary did you read? Um, <laughs> you're saying that's not the background. The guys who came let me, to Yukul and Muhammad told them to drink some stuff and then they killed a guy and then, that, and then they had to be slaughtered. One hadith. Eyes were out with nails. That's one hadith about okay. a people who tricked the Qurra and took them and massacred them and murdered them. But fasad fil ard has been explained by Ibn Abbas, by the companions, by the Prophet. One of the things is banditry and rape. Do you are you paying attention or are you, I, I, I agree. Are you doing something? Okay, good. So so it's not vague at all because if you looked at the tafsir of it, the explanation of it, which David Wood didn't take the time to do, that's why he thinks it's vague, then you would have known that there are particular crimes that, that bring these punishments. And they are not regular crimes. They are when you, for example, rape and pillage and massacre people, then no doubt that you are no longer an innocent person. That's not terrorism. If we say, for example, if you kill somebody in Texas, you'll be put to death for killing somebody, we don't say the state of Texas is a terrorist state. That is a punishment for a crime. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so, so, so it's not vague, you just don't know the context of it. <laughs> All right, so this is the commentary of Ibn Kathir here. Okay, excellent. So Allah said next, the recompense of those who wage war against Allah and his messenger and do mischief in the land is only that they shall be killed or crucified or their hands and their feet should be cut off on opposite sides okay. or be exiled from the land. Okay. And then we have the commentary. Wage war mentioned here means oppose and contradict and it includes disbelief, blocking roads, spreading fear in the fairways and so on. Now, so, so you have Ibn Kathir. So, so you, 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 you paused there, right? So well, keep he's, going. He's, he's right, listing right, things. Right, You're right. opposing and contradicting Islam. But, but that's not all, right? Keep going. Right. It's not you have. If I say that here are 10 crimes and you could be uh, excellent. Death, this, is, commit all 10. this is again your misunderstanding here because you don't understand how tafsir is done, right? When you do tafsir, you explain the crime and then you give other aspects that are related to it, right? In Arabic, that's why if you get the Arabic, there'll be a wow. Wow. You know what a wow is? Yeah. yeah. So there is wow al-atf, right? So regularly, for example, if somebody disbelieves, are they to be killed? No. So that is not that is not the ayah. This is not even about murtad. This is not even the hukum for murtad. This is not a apostate ayah. You know that, right? Uh, yeah. You got, you, I'm saying you, you're, you're, you're correcting some people because al-Dawah, okay. when he was threatening the apostate prophet, okay. he used this ayah? He used, he used spreading corruption in the land. He, he used says, this ayah? He did not. He you're, you're, spreading corruption you're putting words in Ali Dawah's mouth now, Ali right? Said, okay, look, look. Said, Ali, Ali, no, 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 let me, let me clarify ahead. what I'm saying. He said, I don't know where he's getting it if he's not getting is it. Is he your sheikh? 
No, I'm pointing out, <laughs> I'm pointing out that there are people calling for people's okay, deaths. Okay, so okay, if they're look. misinterpreting something, they're okay. misinterpreting it in the same way I'm misinterpreting it. Excellent. And they would need to be corrected Excellent. much more than you would need to correct me. Excellent. So the the idea here is Ali Dawa says uh, that, you know, people like you who leave your religion mm -hmm. and then spread it, causing corruption in the land, the the... Islamic death penalty would be applied to you. Sure. So he says that. So he's including that in but there. But he didn't use this ayah. He said corruption in the land. Yeah, whatever whatever, whatever uh, you want so, to say. So let me, what verse let me, is he getting let me, it from? Let me clarify this okay. to you. Okay. Because see, I don't know what Ali Dawa said. You're bringing this here. I'd have to watch his video and speak to him. Right? But this ayah was, I guarantee you, was not the ayah he referenced. Spreading corruption, fasad fil ard has many forms, many ayat, many ahadith. Which one did he use in the context? We can't discuss because I haven't heard it. But you, David Wood, are misunderstanding the ayah because this punishment is not for the murtad only. This has to do with banditry as you were reading and then you stopped, right? Um, and this is why this particular punishment of being crucified and so on is not the one for murtad. You know that, right? Um, I'm Apparently saying not. No, right? because I, okay. so, I believe that mm -hmm. corruption in the land has many different you forms. Spread corruption land, because notice it gives a bunch of different penalties as well. Right, right. So I'm interpreting that as there are all sorts of different crimes you can commit, right. and there are going to be different penalties. And how would they, you know they, for they what all, they crime all, they is would what? All Sure. I think anything. I, and how would you know for which crime would you give what punishment? You'd go to the you go to the sources. Excellent. What sources would you go to? You go to the Quran, the Hadith, and so on. Excellent. What Hadith did you read about this ayah? Um, None. I'm reading the commentaries. This is Ibn Kathir. It's not a Hadith book, right? Okay. It's a Tafsir book. Look, the, what Hadith? The, like re, read from your English summarized translation here. The only what, one, what the Hadith only one I've does he give? Was the people the people who come from okay. Yukul or so, some, I think so some said Uranus. When they so came, what did they do? No, this is this is where the disagreement is arising. It right. seems you, you're interpreting it as if a verse is revealed in the context of there. Yeah, that's the only situation I it could apply. Not, no, I did not. Whereas I'm reading it as corruption in the land. You can pack all kinds of stuff in there. Again, right. Iran just executed right. Again. A, a journalist, and so. the the the, penalty, the crime was mischief in the land. I Excellent. believe it's on the books in Pakistan. As far as uh, mm, I think mischief I don't in think the so. land is in Pakistan. Definitely in Iran. Okay, so, so, so the problem you're having is you're packing a lot of things into a word you don't understand even, right? So when you're talking about Iran, Iran does many things that are not Islamic. That's not an example for us, and you continuously okay, said that if earlier. you're saying they're wrong, that's, that's fine. Yeah, they're wrong. Okay. <laughs> that's easy. I'm not convinced they're, they're wrong. That's, yeah. why, that's why I'm bringing so it up. So you think muta is okay, like temporary marriages and all that stuff they do? No, I don't think it's okay. Okay, I'm so they're wrong. I, I, I'm saying I don't, <laughs> I don't disagree with their, interp their interpretation. Did, did they use this verse particularly? Or are you putting that in there? We're, sa we're sentencing you to death for corruption in the right, land. This but, is the but, only verse again, I'm aware of. Oh, but then you're ignorant. There are many other ayat about fasad fil ard, and there are many ahadith about it, and there are many different forms of it, each one having different penalties. And when you wanted to understand that, get the tafsir called Tabari, for example. Tabari actually lists out the ahadith on this issue. When I tell you that you do need to look at the context of the ayah, this is should be very easy for you to understand, that when a certain verse is revealed, to look at the context is important. But also the ahadith that explain what type of fasad will have what punishment. Mm -hmm. That's why we have books on hudud. 
that explain that if, for example, you're causing corruption by playing music in the street, nobody's saying that you should be killed and crucified and cut. Mm -hmm. Even though that can be technically considered facade, you're, you're throwing rave parties or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But if you take your, I'm not going to say ignorant, what's a polite word? I don't want to be rude to you. Uh, uninformed way of understanding. Fear and so on. Well, but, but you don't understand it because that's a problem. wage war means right, right. oppose and contradict. Right. And it can, in other words, it can be uh -huh. all kinds of things. Right. But what are those things? Opposing so, and contradicting. So re read the rest of Fabian Kathir. Why'd you stop? <laughs> he gives a long read list it, of these read things. It, read it. He says, you, you it brought means, it up, he read says it. waging war means opposing and contradicting. <laughs> but what does that mean, opposing if and contradicting? Let, 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 let's say, let's say, let's say you don't agree. If I'm opposing okay. and contradicting Allah in a Muslim land with a okay. caliph, so that if, wouldn't if fall you, into that? Not necessarily, right? So it depends on what you're doing and how you're carrying it out. For example, when certain caliphs made certain rulings and people disagreed, even amongst the Sahaba, mm -hmm. right? There were companions. I'll give you an example. Uthman ibn Affan, are you paying attention or you're zoomed out? Okay, good. Uthman ibn Affan was a Khalifa, right? Yep. He was in Mina and he made four units of the prayer instead of two as a traveler. Okay? okay. Ibn Mas'ud, he told him, Oh, Mir al Mu'mineen, you should make two because you're a traveler. Uthman, he, now he's, he's opposing what the caliph did. Mm -hmm. Uthman had his own deduction. He felt he was a resident, so he did. Now, here, does that mean, because he's opposed the caliph, does that mean that, that people are going to say you should cut him up and kill him? No. This is where you don't understand what fasad fil ard means, right? Fasad has many different forms. Some of them, you can have a disagreement with the Khalifa, not a problem. As long as you keep it respectful, you're not calling for killings and revolutions and things like that, no problem with that. And you see some of the companions when Marwan was the Khalifa. I'm trying to help you so you understand the difference between different types of fasad. When Marwan was the Khalifa, some companion, when he gave khutbah, they got up in the khutbah while he's giving the sermon. And when he raised his hand, they said, May Allah destroy your two hands. Right? Why did you do this? It's a bid'ah. Right? Another companion, he, he held him when he wanted to give the sermon before the prayer in Eid. But, but that doesn't mean that they're killed, okay? But if you're calling for revolutions, you're calling for killing, you're calling for assassinations, this is the kind of facade you're doing, you're, you're taking people as a hadith that you quoted and apparently don't understand, that you, you come, you're not Muslim, it's not about Islam and you're murtad. You take a people and say they're going to come teach Quran and then you massacre a people for no reason, you murder and massacre people, then this facade will bring this kind of punishment. Not all facade. Are we clear? Uh, yeah, but we have and, and, that, 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 okay, that's good. the disagreement. Okay, well, I'm glad at least that cleared up. Yeah, so I think, let me try and clarify the issue this here. Is, this is Dave schooling one-on-one today. Let man. me, let me uh, try to clarify the issue here. All right. When you're going to call for the death of people, okay. seems like you should be pretty precise. We are. In, in, what, in what's Very. going on, right? Yeah, but then in the Quran, Allah's eternal speech, and he brags throughout the Quran about how clear his speech is. It is. His speech is very clear. And the speech is that you can kill, crucify, chop body parts off of, or exile people for the crime of corruption in the land. Um, and then there's opposing and contradicting, which is how you would declare war on Allah. You're not, I mean, it's not like you're going up and fighting Allah, right? They're not opposing or contradicting. Let me explain it to you. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. So, if that's what you're saying, right, and you, you lay this, and this is Allah's eternal clear speech, and I say, look, it says you can, in the very next verse, after the verse you quote to show that Islam doesn't allow terrorism, which is true, it says there's all these people that you can kill for spreading sure. corruption in the earth, Yes. then what does that entail? 
excellent. And your response is, well, you have to go to this, you have to go to that, you have to yes. look into this. Yes. And just 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 imagine a, a parallel situation, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine that Joe Biden comes out tomorrow, mm -hmm. and he says, um, we have to, we have Stop to. Stop terrorism. We have to. Uh, what does terrorism mean? Who's a terrorist? Let's say, let's say he ah, says something. Anybody like, who you think the terrorist can be killed, that, that you, you know what you're saying no, is wrong, I mean, bro. Come notice, on. Notice, we, we, we have an idea of what terrorism is. What's the idea? Says, well, who's a terrorist? Well, if he says, oh, no, we're wait, going, wait, wait, wait. You, you have an idea with a terrorist. It, is tomorrow uh, a right-wing extremist who calls for killing Muslims a terrorist? Uh, yeah. You think they should be all arrested if they call for killing Muslims? Yes. Put in jail? Yes. Alright. Hey. Be careful, you may get yourself arrested, bro. Take it easy. No, Alright. I know, I know, I'm yeah. just saying, okay? So so now are there people that would disagree with you that that's terrorism? Yeah, I mean, terrorism usually has are, a definition. Are there, it's, are either, there people, it's either committing violence are, are there or people, threatening violence okay. for the purpose of uh, spreading or enforcing an ideology on Excellent. Others. So. If somebody says that um, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization, like some of your counterparts on, I don't know which side of the aisle you're on, when the Republicans have, have said, right? So would you consider that terrorism now? Um, see, see, you're not clear. No, I'm saying, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say the organization. I would say if an individual uh, goes and kills someone or something like that, or, or threatens it, that's a terrorist. Or threatens it. That's true of Republicans, that's true of Demo okay. Democrats. So, yeah, so if the Proud Boys murder. call for killing of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Hillary Clinton. That's a terrorist that can be arrested for, for lock her up or something like that, right? If Harm. You, if you say lock her up or something like that, if you say, if you say, that's terrorism. if you say she's committed a crime, she okay. should be locked up. So, if you say we need to kill her okay. because we disagree with her political views or something okay. like that, that would be, I would consider that terrorism. Okay. Yeah. So, are there people that would disagree with you? Yeah, sure. Sure. So then it's not explicitly clear. Then there have to be laws explaining what is meant by terrorism because your David Woods interpretation may not be David Dukes, that may not be, uh, what's that, uh, Farrakhan, and what's the other guy, Jackson, uh, what's, the, what's the dude, man? Uh, Jackson, the guy who, Al, Shar Al Sharpton, okay. what's the other guy, uh, Jesse Jackson, right? Okay. Their interpretation of terrorism and David Dukes and yours are gonna yeah. be different. Okay. So when we as a country say, hey, we need to condemn terrorism and terrorists need to be arrested, who is and who isn't a terrorist is not gonna be clear from that. Okay. So when Allah says that fasad fil ard, then this is explicit, it's clear. But when you want Not to... Let me let me, let me, let me, let me explain it to you. Where okay. you, you you're speaking just like those so-called Quranian, just because they're ignorant, doesn't mean that the ayah is not clear, okay? Uh -huh. So when Allah says, Aqimu salah establish the prayer, that's an explicit verse, no doubt to his clarity. But how will you implement that? Will you pray four ayah, two, four rak'ah, two rak'ah, fatiha, no fatiha? This will all come in the hadith. That's why Allah says, Atiullah wa rasulahu. Do you understand or no? When Allah is explicit in the Quran, it's clear. It doesn't mean that every single thing that has to do with science or rulings or prayer or what invalidates wudu is all going to be an explicit ayah. When Allah says, Atiullah wa rasuluhu, right? Obey Allah and His Messenger. So that ayah then makes explicit that to implement this verse, you're going to look at the sunnah.
okay? Just because you are ignorant of what the hadith are on this issue and how to implement it, doesn't mean the verse is unclear, but the Quran should be studied. So if you, David Wood, want to understand the Quran, I'm offering you, sit down with me, I will bring you the original books of tafsir, not just what you Google online, which is a summarized English translation. Actually, Ibn Kathir, Tabari, Qurtabi, and we'll look at what actual evidences from hadith are about this particular verse, in which situation is it applicable, and then you will be clear, your mind will be set free with knowledge instead of ignorance. Uh. I'm not sure because oh, the, come the, on, man. You know, you know, in your heart, you're like, I should study this before I talk about it. I should look into this before I. I, I literally I... came here because oh, I appreciate it. That's why. That's why. With what I well, right. said, because I you don't know, you don't the know. It says right. and contradict and so on. First thing, you didn't read the whole commentary. Secondly, when I'm saying the hadith, mm -hmm. the actual narrations about this verse, yeah. if you look at those, then you will know when it's applicable and when it's not. What is meant by Fasad fil just like when we say terrorism, what is meant by terrorism, then there are laws and there are clarifications, Patriot Acts and all this stuff that's, that's then said, yes, the President Bush said, we're gonna, we have a war on terrorism. Well, what's terrorism? Is the Israeli government a terrorist organization? If, you, if the definition you gave earlier, that you use violence for a political goal, then David Wood is saying the Israeli government is a terrorist organization because they use violence for a political goal. Everybody, David Wood is saying from his definition, the Israeli government is a terrorist organization. Now, you're going to try to backtrack from that because you don't want those dollars that are coming in from the Zionists, right? I'm not aware of any Zionist dollars. Oh, right. come on. Now, you may not be aware Christians, of it. Christians, All right. Christians, 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 uh, Christians love you. Just to be clear, just to be clear uh, the normal definition of terrorism is not government. So government-sponsored terrorism is not considered I terrorism? I believe I would have to consider this. <laughs> Look at the explicit clearness of terrorism now. So Hamas is a government, they're not terrorists? What about the Saudi government when they do stuff, people call them terrorists? Keep in mind, I'm not saying, I would say, I'm saying you but, have to but, judge it but, act by but, act. But, but you, you, you see, exactly, exactly. Yes. Earlier Listen, you said, you're, you're the ayah is not explicit. Missing, because when point. I said, no, 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 no. When I said you're you have to judge it act by act, you were like, well, that's not clear. But now when you are getting in the same situation, you're telling me you have to judge it act by act. Then that speech from Biden that you gave the example oh, is, is not clear. Oh, no, <laughs> what I'm saying, no, none of that is what I'm saying, right? Yes, if you're, if you're looking at a particular act, you say, okay, we have to classify act by act by act and so on. When I'm saying that you give a... Right hand. When you give a blanket statement... Yes, right? like terrorism. When you give a blanket statement, yeah. right? Like if, if Joe Biden were to come out tomorrow and say, we yes. must... Condemn uh, terrorism. Let's, let, let's suppose there's a terrorist attack tomorrow, right? Yes. And he says, we must kill those who believe in Allah. And let's suppose someone comes, everyone would, would go nuts and say, what are you talking about? What are you right, talking about? And right. suppose he says, well, it's clear from other things I've said in the past uh -huh. and other situations sure. that I'm talking about those who commit terrorism. I think the, the, the response would rightly be, hey, if you say we're going to kill people, mm -hmm. do horrible things to them, exile them, whatever. Ban them from the country. We need some, we, you, you need to be clear about that and not give this sort of general thick. Right? So, Terrorism is already okay. pretty clear it's not. compared to corruption. Because you you just said we have to go act by act. So it's not clear. You're talking about the act, but, you're talking about the command. Okay, so the when ruling. President Trump said we want to put a Muslim ban, was that terrorism? Um, is it violence? 
I mean, it's banning exile. You just said exile, right? So if you ban a people from a country, no, you exile them, right? I didn't, call, I didn't right? call that terrorism. I said, you if, said, I, said if, I said if you are, okay. if you're giving a rule, so when, it's a blanket when statement, you Donald Trump said, if he had said, if he had said, we want, we're going to ban Muslims from the country, which if he, he means something more specific, then he needs to be more clear. Thank if he you. Means I'm gonna, if he means Thank you. So when he said, the command should be made okay. clear. So when he, he not say the blanket excellent. statement, he so, should say, we're going to ban those who do this and this and this. Excellent. And here's how these. So when are Donald defined. Trump said, we want a Muslim ban, did he? For, for the record, I opposed that. You opposed that? I opposed that. I appreciate. I got in that. trouble for that. You got in trouble? I got in trouble with some of my fans for that. Really? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, but, I mean, think about it. Some of my best. I mean, some of my best friends over the years have been Muslims. So, really? Yeah. Some of your best friends? Some, some of my best friends. Wow. Yeah. Man. Am I in that group? <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Tell you. Okay. So, when Donald Trump said we need to ban Muslims. Mm -hmm. Would that include every Muslim? Did he mean particular countries? Did he mean particular types of Muslims? Right? It, it wasn't explicit, right? If he says we're going to ban, I would say he, he, he did. Be very, very clear. Thank you. Okay. So when he was asked, then he came forward and said, well, there are particular countries that have terrorism and so on and so on and so on, right? But that was taken explicit. When President Bush said we're declaring war on terrorism, at that time, we invaded Iraq. Well, Iraq at that time had not attacked us, right? Right? Saddam Hussein had nothing to do with 9-11 or any of that. But we use that context to consider them terrorists, yeah. right? When there was a war in, Rus in Afghanistan against the Russians, mm -hmm. you remember? Those same freedom fighters that came to America, sat with Bush, shook hands, got Stinger missiles and millions of dollars, were freedom fighters. Those same peoples, when they fought the U.S., were terrorists. So when you say terrorism, your definition changes per situation. Fasad fil ard is a general term, right? Now what particular, like you said earlier, it goes case by case, there are hadith that mention which type of fasad has what type of hukam, what type of ruling. If you want to implement this ayat, you want to understand them, you have to study them. Just because you didn't put the time and effort to study the verse doesn't mean it's not clear. This is the difference, and I'm going to make this a very clear point for everybody. This is the, the difference. People think because they're ignorant of the ayah that it's not clear. The ayah is clear, but you haven't put the time to understand it. When the Quran is clear, it doesn't mean that any five-year-old kid or any big white dude is going to come and pick it up and he's going to understand everything about the Quran. No, we study the Quran for years years and years and years. Why? Because it is clear, but you have to learn the knowledge. And that's why we go to scholars and sources. So if you want to understand the ayah, then go seek knowledge. Look at the hadith on the subject. It will be crystal clear. But if you haven't put that time in, then you will not understand the ayah. Not because the ayah is not clear, but you're ignorant. Everything you're saying right now is what I regard as the problem. Okay. It's, hey, I'm issuing a command to do violence to people. And if you want to understand what I say, you got to spend a, you got to do a lot of research. You can't sure. just go to Ibn Kathir and start reading because oh, you're going to see some problems there. And you're going to say, whoa, this is actually worse than I thought. Okay. You can't just read the verse. You have to do all this, all this research, right? This you thing, do. This 
Why is that a problem? Well, because you have to learn. Who told you to carry out? No, no, no. This is. These people are here listening to me, and I say we're going to kill these people, and I don't clarify, and I say, but if you're if you're not clear on what I mean, come. You know, you can talk. You can read my previous writings and look into these things. Excellent. You would not accept that. I would. You would not accept a president of the United States saying. Fight those there should be a Muslim ban. No, I'm saying. So here, so here, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me explain that again. We, why do we demand this level of clarity sure. from a we political do. leader? We have we, more clarity from Allah. Let me explain that to you. Let me explain that to you, okay? When Joe Biden or uh, President Bush or Trump or any of them would say, we're at war with terrorists, mm -hmm. right? Now here, like I already explained to you, who is a terrorist depends on your definition. Russia will take people to be terrorists that you would consider heroes. And you would take people to be terrorists that they would consider heroes. So for us to ask, like, hey, who is a terrorist? Is our governments included or not? Do you think our, it should be more clear? Sure. Okay. But, that's but, all, but, that's but, all that, I'm that, saying. That, 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 I'm, I'm getting once, there. Once you're involved I'm in getting there. people, let me, be, let me, be clear let me and don't require tons of research. Let me finish. Because Allah could say sure. it, right? He you, could you, say exactly what he means let me, let me explain it to you. Allah could say, establish the prayer, Dhuhr will be four, Asr will be four, Maghrib will be three, Isha will be four, Fajr will be two, two sunan before that, four sunan before Dhuhr, four after Dhuhr, four. Allah could say it. But then where is the majaz? Where is the beauty of the Quran? The Quran gives the hukam, the ruling. Now if you as David would say, can I pick up the Quran and read any verse and implement it any way I see fit? I would say no. The Quran is greater than the constitution. How many clarifications do we write to the Constitution? It's deeper than that. It has it has things about the past, the future, science. It has things about rulings between husbands and wives and government. So all of that does require scholars. And that is why Allah says in the Quran, if you don't know, then what? As those who know. No, no, bro, just because you don't know doesn't mean that I, I'm not going to school you today. No. Go and ask the people of knowledge. What does that mean? Yes, al-ahlul-dhikr, what does it mean? David Wood, what does it mean? Silence. <laughs> if I'm the sheikh, then listen to me. Why are you, why are you telling me? All right, listen. Because you, so, again, so here you, in you the would, Quran, you would never accept this from anyone else, right? I, so, again, so we, we take again, I, I just told you. People for spreading I, I, I just told you. Fight those who do not believe in Allah. Uh, I've been commanded to fight people until they say there's no God but Allah and Muhammad is His messenger. That's in the Quran. No, that's that's the Hadith. But okay, that's, so the, the, you know that's authentic. <laughs> of course, I believe in the Hadith. Talking about these general, these general sure. claims. If the Constitution of the United States was filled with all these claims about killing people who believe that, killing people who so, so, think so, that, so, so killing me, people who leave this religion, let me, or something let me give like you that. an example, okay? And, but, and but, the wait. response was, sure. well, you can go back through history yes. and figure out yes. these other okay. situations. So the Constitution, you would not accept that. You would I, never I, accept I, I, that. Let me show you how you accept it. Not just me. Okay. The Constitution says in the Second Amendment, you have the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Can David Wood walk around with a rocket launcher here? No. Yeah. Why not? Should be. Why not? Why can David Wood not walk around with a rocket launcher when the Constitution tells you you have the David Woods against gun rights? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, right. So, so do you see what I mean? You have no. the right to bear arms. What does that mean? I understand. No, no, no. no. I answer my question, David. Please. Yes, I understand. So I understand the, the, all of this. You're, you're not answering my question. Why you're, can you're, David you're, Wood? You're, you're, 
you're I'm not. You're not I'm on the not. Same track I'm yet. on the same track. I'm saying I'm when saying, you call, yes. I'm not okay. saying you can't have a law and then clarify. Thank right? you. There are piles Thank and you. piles of volumes. Thank that you. Lawyers have to learn. Thank you. I'm and as ulama have to learn. Scholars have to learn because the Quran is deeper than the Constitution. So of course you need scholars. That's what the Quran tells you. If you don't know, David, if you're ignorant, yes, go and ask the people of knowledge. And That's what the Quran is explaining to you. So for you not wait, to wait, follow wait, the scholars? Quran, a good question. I got you, bro. You, you, you think you think you got this? What does the Quran say? I know. I got you. I got you. I got you. Who accredited Abu Bakr Baghdadi to issue a fatwa? Nobody. Who accredits anyone? Oh, you don't know. No, 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 no. Muslim scholars have ijazat. Okay. And Asanid, I have them. Okay. If you want, I can show them to you, right? Okay. Where the scholars Do of you Islam. Have differences of opinion. In Ijazah. In the differences in the different schools. No, 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 and no. So on. Listen, listen. You have differences listen, of opinion, listen, right? Listen, hold so, on, hold on. No, See, you're, you're, you're trying to jump the subject. Let me just explain who can give fatwa first, okay. right? Because you're trying to jump right now. Let me explain no, this. You're to not you. on the right problem. Okay. okay. So let me just clarify. I let you speak. You let me okay. speak. When we talk about the Constitution, the right to bear arms, there are people that I know personally, including some relatives here, that believe you should be able to own any kind of weapon, and you should be able to walk around because this is a well-functioning militia should have any if the government has certain weapons like rocket launchers David Wood should be able to have it and if the government can have military walking around with it David Wood should be able to there are people who believe that right David Wood disagreed with that right now on tape right so obviously the second commandment is not that clear there's disagreement so what happens now you have laws you have courts you have the Supreme Court you have different different law bodies that look at the Constitution look at the context of what the forefathers men and then they give their legal opinions you cannot say the constitution is useless because what does bare arms mean no just because you don't know the context doesn't mean it's useless so the Quran is that deep that you the Quran itself tells you I'm sorry I'm, I'm speaking I'm speaking right now do you mind I don't know what you just said but whatever so when the Quran gives you such deep knowledge that it's not for kids to just pick up and read with ABC right? listen bro listen listen when the Quran Quran gives you that deep knowledge, then it tells you with it that look, if you're ignorant, if you don't know, go and ask Ahlul Dhikr. What type of scholars you asked, right? Now I'm answering that. The Quran tells you Ahlul Dhikr. What's Dhikr? No. No. <laughs> I just told you I haven't studied Islam since. Oh, so, so, so come and study then. Okay. Why don't you learn I'm before I'm you make I'm objections? Now, no, no, instead of objecting and coming and argue, study. Learn. Ahlul Dhikr are the scholars that know the Quran and Hadith because that's called dhikr, right? Of remembrance. So those scholars that give you evidences. Now when you want to give your opinion about a verse, if you want to make tafsir of that verse, it's not as easy as just picking up Ibn Kathir. This is like saying, I'm going to pick up some medical book and do operations on you. Nobody would allow that. You're like, why is science so complicated? Because it's deep. <laughs> right? So as that, the Quran is deeper than that. So you go to the scholars who have been given ijazat and asanid, and you don't know what that is, so I'm going to tell you. Uh, in, 
ijazah is when you study with me, may Allah make you Muslim and you can become my student, you can study with me. And then I teach you and then I say, you know what, now David Wood, now that all that garbage is taken out and you're clear and you've actually learned and you know what these terms mean and you know the verses mean, I'm going to write you an accreditation and I'm going to give you a sanad, a chain of narrators all the way back to either the author of the book or to the Prophet وسلم, or in the case of the Quran to Allah. Now I accredit you. Abu Bakr, Baghdad, Usama bin Laden, these people are political figures. You should know better than to think that they can give fatawa. It should be people of knowledge like Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen and those scholars that studied knowledge, that have those ijazat, that then go and give fatawa. So when you don't understand a verse, if it's not clear to you, it's not because the ayah is not clear, it's because you're ignorant. You go to the people of knowledge who can give you evidences, get the answer, and they will tell you, dear brother David, this ayah is not about any fasad. Because of this hadith, this ayah is about this type of fasad. And then it would be clear for you. No, no, let me explain. Let me explain that to you. And you brought up disagreements. And I got to get going in a few minutes. So, um, now. We got to zoom through. I got to get to one one. I mean, can I answer his question now? No, no, you brought up the same question. So let me explain it to you. He brought up the same question. Relax. Right? So when you have disagreements, it doesn't mean that something isn't explicit. Sometimes, and no, no Muslim disagrees on the basis of Islam. There is one Allah, there is one Prophet, five prayers. We all agree on that, right? But then what you have, like for example, the Shia, where there are some political issues that cause them to go off track. And there are Mu'tazila and there are Jahmiya and those guys that had disagreements in Aqidah. But at the base, Muslim Aqidah, the Muslims are united. We believe in what Allah has revealed, the Prophet Now when it comes down to rulings, particular rulings, sometimes there's disagreement because scholars try their best to understand a source. But if you want to know the correct opinion and you look at the evidences, it always becomes explicitly clear. So there's, there's always one correct opinion. The correct interpretation yes. of a verse always? Always. And all Muslims agree on this? That there is one correct interpretation? Yes. But somebody could be mistaken in it. But then it says, well, what's the difference then between something being clear? Mm -hmm. um, how do you determine if something's clear? Let me explain this to you, okay? Yeah. What was your name? John? John. John. If I tell you we're at Balboa Park, I'm pretty explicit with this, right? Am I clear or not, right? Now, these people... What do you mean by clear? That's what I mean. I don't know how you define it. If you say... If I tell you we're at Balboa Park, is that clear or not? It's clear to me when you say the words, but that's okay. not clear what the words mean. Because you could be saying, no, okay. it is you funny. You could be saying that there could be multiple parks. You could be saying whatever. You could be saying all kinds of different things. Okay. So what I'm trying to understand is what your definition of clear is. Excellent. So this is the problem: is that you have a perception of clarity that may not be what's. I don't know, regularly accepted. If I tell you... I'm just asking your perception of clarity. Well, I, I gave you... If I tell you we're at Balboa Park, I'm pretty clear, right? Now, these people standing here, somebody could be like, I think this is uh, not Balboa Park, this is North Park, right? They could have that opinion, but we could go back and check a map and see which park we're at and come to the right conclusion. Just because one person didn't understand something doesn't mean that I wasn't explicitly clear. Are you, are you clear now? Okay, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, so clearly, Thank you. so that's what so clear you're saying is independent of how other people understand it, correct? Sure. Yes. You could be clear, clear so and I somebody say, misunderstands so it. Yes. I say blah, 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 and that's I say, definitely that's not clear. clear. Why is that not clear, though? Because I have no idea what you said. Yeah. So, but if I don't understand <laughs> what you're saying, uh -huh. you have different interpretations, and it's still not clear. No, it is because when you said blah, 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 yeah. nobody understood that. Did anybody get any meaning I, but, but from that? If it's subjective, then I would only have to understand. Again, it well, no. So that's no that that, that doesn't make. Okay. Let me put it this way. Is it? Sorry, I'm just trying to rush quick because I know you got to get out of here. Is it clear when somebody is talking, the person who gives the word, are they, is the clarity on their behalf or is it on the listener's behalf? It is clear to the person who said it and the people who want to get to the truth can understand it. But if somebody is mistaken, like when you said blah, 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 nobody here, even if we want to understand you, took any meaning from that. But when I said we're at Balboa Park, all of you that want to know can find it. Even if somebody is misunderstanding what I'm saying, it doesn't mean the message isn't clear. Okay. Uh, do you want to continue yeah, yeah. back? Yeah, I know you got to go. I know you got to go soon. So uh, I think I get to the last point. So at least we we kind of went go through issues on on one track. So uh, let me just sort of sum up my view on if I were reading this. Okay. If I were a Muslim and I was reading this. Okay. With a teacher. No, if I were just reading this. Okay, but there's right. a problem right there. You should, if yeah, you're a Muslim, this, you I'm, should have a teacher, right? That's fine, but I mean, okay. if this is Allah's eternal speech and I read it. Uh, sounds, again, this, this, this is, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. Let, let, me, let me just make this clear before you make your point, because you, this, is, this is going in a loop because you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm understanding, when you, when, I'm disagreeing. Okay, so let me, let me explain my point and then you can disagree all day and all night. When you say Allah's eternal speech is clear, Nobody says that means that you are just going to pick up the Quran and make your own ideas and implement them. It means that Allah made clear his ahkam and he sent the Prophet to show us how to implement them. And he chose from the people of knowledge and then he instructed you that when something isn't clear to you, it's not because the ayah is not clear, it's because you're ignorant. Go and ask Ahlul Dhikr, the people of knowledge, so then it can become clear. So as a Muslim, you should then ask somebody who has studied the Sharia, who is qualified by scholars to be giving fatawa and tafsir and hadith, say, hey, is this hadith sahih? Is this hukum implemented like this or not? Just because you didn't understand it without going to the people of knowledge doesn't mean it's not clear. All right. Go ahead. Now. now. So, if I were reading this, if I were reading this, Surah 532, Surah 533, and I read penalty for those who make war or spread corruption in the land Excellent. is this and there's yes. all these penalties yes and this is this is said to um, said to rule out terrorism I would be reading that and if you if you look at what terrorists say they usually don't think they're they're killing innocent people if you look at the al-qaeda reader the al-qaeda reader and so sure. on, their reasoning was uh, look at what places like the United States are doing look at what Israel's doing. Look at what these various people are doing. Sure. And so they're not innocent, right? They're not innocent. They're, sure. Their militaries, their governments are committing crimes. Mm -hmm. As far as killing ordinary citizens, ordinary Israelis, ordinary uh, Americans and so on, sure. it's these are the people who vote these people into power. These are the people who pay taxes to these governments to do these things, and therefore they're not innocent. I don't see anything in here mm -hmm. that would contradict that. So, th so that, that's one thing. Now, now I, I understand. I'm letting you're, you finish. You're, you're, saying, you're saying I would go to a scholar, mm -hmm. and I would ask the scholar for clarification. Sure. That's a good segue into this, 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 
ties together, and then, and then you go to fun. You oh, made on, a whole point, the, and then let me finish. On the last one. No, it's a, because this is what we were go just ahead. talking about. So misconception number 11 mm -hmm. is Islam forces people to become Muslim. Mm -hmm. right? And the verse that is said to refute that is Surah 2, verse 256. Let there be no compulsion in religion. Truth mm -hmm. has been made clear from error. Mm -hmm. So this tract is saying that shows that you can't uh, force, force people, people to become Muslim. Okay. 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 So suppose I read that and I'm confused. I'm okay. confused because this verse says, you know, you kill these people. This says fight those people, fight those who do not believe in Allah. That's not about forcing people to become Muslim. Well, <laughs> Why are you confused? No, no, no. Look, All right, go ahead. When Muhammad says, I've been commanded to fight people until they huh? say there's no God but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. Sure. That sounds like I'm going to fight you that's until you believe what I'm telling you to believe. Sounds like that. That's not, you... that's not, if you want to say that's not forcing, that's me like me saying, I'm going to stab you until you agree with me, but you're free to believe whatever you want, right? Because so, you don't understand the hadith. I haven't gotten to the point. I haven't gotten to the point. <laughs> so. The point is, suppose I read something like that. Hey, mm -hmm. this sounds like I'm supposed to go out and fight people right. until they agree with me. Mm -hmm. This verse says no compulsion in religion. Good. You're saying go to a go to a scholar. That's what the Quran is telling you. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to a scholar. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So I go to a scholar. So this is not a scholar. You know that, right? Ibn Kathir. This is a book. <laughs> so let me let me let me explain to you. No, 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 no. Like I listened to you. Now can you let me? He's he's quoting scholarship. Okay, let me right? let me let me explain this to you, David. Let me just finish point. It's, go it's, ahead. It's a right, go ahead. Okay. Let you finish. So this commentary on Surah two verse two fifty six. Okay. Right? So suppose I want to know what past scholars have said, so I know who I should who I should listen to, right? Mm -hmm. So he talks about the historical background of Surah two two fifty six. No compulsion sure. in religion. Right? And so we go down, and it says at the conclusion of all that. No, you're says, skipping through the whole explanation, though, right? Yeah, he gives the explanation. Okay. Right? Okay. So he gives the historical background. But then he says, but this verse is abrogated mm -hmm. by the verse of fighting. You shall be okay. called to fight against the people, given to great warfare. Then you shall fight them, or they shall surrender. Allah also says, O prophet, strive hard against the disbelievers and the hypocrites, and be harsh against them. Sure. And he says, O you who believe, fight those of the disbelievers who are close to you, and let them find harshness in you, and know that Allah is with those who are the pirate, who are the pious. Okay. Therefore, all people of the world should be called to Islam. Sure. If any one of them refuses to do so, or refuses to pay the jizya, okay. they should be fought till they are killed. Right? Okay. So that's what I see when I look at Ibn Kathir. Okay. And then I just have one more. I just want to. This, 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 <laughs> you're not letting me. You're making like ten I'm points. Not letting to, I'm me respond. To get the whole point. I know, but, but but this is, is not going to work when you don't listen, bro. This is all. This is all one point. This, all right. I'm making the exact same point. So suppose I don't like Ibn Kathir. Yeah. But it's not about who you like. This is this is where you're misunderstanding. I get it. I get it. Suppose you know I ask Muslims, hey, who are you? I'll let you finish. You know you you said hey you should read. I'll let you finish. So I go to Qurtubi. Okay. And Qurtubi, right after quoting this verse, says, "Scholars disagree." And hold various positions regarding the legal status and meaning of this ayat. Okay, there you go. It is said that it is abrogated because the Prophet, may Allah bless him and grant him peace, forced the Arabs to adopt the deen of Islam and fought them and was only pleased with Islam for them. Suleiman ibn Musa took this view saying, it is abrogated by O Prophet do jihad against the unbelievers and the hypocrites. That is related from Ibn Masud and many commentators. And then it goes on, we don't need to read much more, but then the next, interp the next interpretation is, it is not abrogated Okay. It was sent down about the people of the book mm. in particular and means that they are not forced to adopt Islam 
when they pay jizya. Those okay. who are forced are the idolaters, which okay. you said isn't the case earlier. So here, 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 no, no, here, here, here here's, let me let me here, explain it when you're done. You're done. Yeah, All right, I, good. Mean, I mean, I may disagree with what you're about to say, but I'm saying. So we've got these verses that sure. are about fighting and killing. Sure. And we've got verses that are like no compulsion in religion. Or yes. to you be your religion, to me be my religion. Excellent. Right? Excellent. We've got verses like that. And if I'm confused, I'm supposed to go to a scholar. Yes. But these show that scholars have disagreed over the centuries. They so, have, right? So let me they have. So some are saying, hey, the actual conclusion, once you read the entire case, the conclusion, the, the takeaway message is you're supposed to fight people until they believe in Allah. And the earlier, the, the other things that said something else, no compulsion in religion, those have been abrogated. And so you the point is you've got you've got a you're handing out a material which someone would read and they would say, I'm just hey, letting you finish now. Yeah. He would say, Oh, Islam forces people to become Muslim. That's a misconception because the Quran says, let there be no compulsion in religion. And what I'm saying is, scholars down through history have held interpretations that certainly don't line up with that interpretation. So you're acting like, hey, if you're a scholar, you're going to come to the you're going to come to the conclusion you that done? you're coming with. No, no. You're saying. You're giving a, a representation of scholars as if you're a scholar, you're going to come to the same conclusions and you're going to say this is actually peaceful, this is actually what this verse means. Okay. And when we look, we see they come to wildly different, wildly different um, conclusions. Mm -hmm. And some of the conclusions that they're drawing is are things like, therefore, all people of the world should be should be uh, invited to Islam. If they don't come, they should be fought till they are killed. If they don't pay the jizya, the point here is. This business of when Allah is not clear in his Quran about commands to kill and slaughter people, subjugate people and so on, when he's not clear, yes, if you're not clear, that allows someone to step in and say, of course, this is actually peaceful and you need to interpret it peacefully. But it's also wide open for someone to say, actually, this is abrogated and we're commanded to do this. The point is, it looks like a giant mess. And the real issue that I'm concerned with here is that you're handing this out and acting like this is a straightforward condemnation yeah, of uh, forcing people to become Muslim. This is the verse that refutes it. This is the verse that refutes that. And I'm just I letting you up, finish. I open up your commentaries, and the first thing I see is things that contradict what you're saying. And you're saying, go to a scholar. Are you done? I'm listening to you. Are you done? Go ahead. Are you done? It depends on what you say. No, so no, no. If you no. agree with me, then I'm done. <laughs> well, then you're not done because I'm not going to agree with you. But are you done saying what you had to say so you can listen now? I made my point. Okay, thank you. That means you're done with what you're saying and you're going to listen now, right? I'm going to You're listening. Okay, excellent. First thing is, when I told you that you need to go to a scholar, you misunderstood that to go to pick up Tafsir Ibn Kathir. He is somebody who passed away uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. You are just picking up an English translation of a summary and un thinking you understand what you really don't. Because Ibn Kathir gives you different opinions, like Qurtabi that you quoted yourself, gives you a Opinions to understand that there were differences of opinions about whether this was Nasiq or Mansukh. When I say you need to go to a scholar, I mean somebody who's alive. Okay? Somebody you can go to and say, hey, I want to understand this ayah because these are not just these are just a few books. You have Tabari, you have Ibn Kathir, you have the Makhshari, you have Qurtabi, you have all these classic tafasir, you have Suyuti. We look at those, then we look at evidences. Okay? How did when the Prophet took over Mecca, you know, Fatha al-Makkah, right? 
You know Fatah al-Makkah? No? The victory when Mecca was given, right? Without fighting, yeah, right? Did he go and say, everybody who's a polytheist, forget about Ahlul Kitab, will be put to death? No, he didn't. He did not. So when, in Fatah al-Makkah, did he do that or no? No, not there. Okay. No, certain so, people. Certain people. Those that committed war crimes, yeah. Those that committed war crimes, you can listen listen to my lecture and I go through each one that was killed and why he was killed and what war crimes they had committed. girls who made fun of him. That was a war crime? Are, are you talking about Fatah al-Makkah or are you talking about other incidences? I'm saying when okay. he took Mecca, he said okay. there are certain people, even if, so, they're, even so if they're clinging me, to the curtains of the Kaaba, you got to kill them. Let, let me, Some let of those me, were just singing girls, no, slave no, girls no, no. who so were singing. Those were people, and I've gone through each one of them, that wasn't just the fact that we're singing, it's the crimes they had committed, mutilation of bodies, including by women, of prisoners of war, just because you're the ignorant. Girls did it. Some of the girls did do it, yes. The girls who were, who were condemned. Some of them. Why does it just say who wrote satirical songs uh, about it? Because you don't know the depth of the knowledge. Because it would kind of seem important right. to, to it, it, it would, like it would, it would. Right. Charles so. Manson needs to go to jail because right. he jaywalked, right? right. But, but that's because you don't know who Charles Manson was and what he did. So if you want to know why he went to jail, read his court papers. So if you want to know about the ahadith, about who did what and why, there are hadith on it. Just because you didn't read them doesn't mean they don't exist. Okay? So what you should do is go to a person of knowledge and say, hey, why was this person put to death and why was this person not? Why was Abu Sufyan and Henda and those not? Why were others who stayed polytheists in Mecca were not put to death, right? So when you look at those contexts and how the Prophet did it, then we look at the different scholarly opinions, we weigh them with evidences, and we come to the right conclusion. We cannot put that kind of a debate in a flyer, neither do you, right? Let me give you an example. This is from the Bible, right? You have here a verse in Exodus 21, 20, 21. Exodus 21, 20, 21. And if a man beats his male or female servant with a rod so that he dies under his hand, he shall surely be punished. Notwithstanding, if he remains alive a day or two, he shall not be punished for he is his property. Now, if I don't look at context, if I don't ask David Wood or anybody, and I just take this and say, the Bible's clear, I'm gonna get a slave, and I'm gonna beat him to death, and if he stays alive, I can't be arrested. And now you are going to come and say, no, 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 that's not the contact. This is the old, this is this. But then you're contradicting your own point. You're telling me to go get context for ayat from the Bible when you won't do the same for the Quran. This is your, this is your double standard. This is your problem. This is where you are not being fair in this conversation. Because you know this Bible is filled with verses about killing homosexuals, about things that people have used to carry out hate crimes, to carry out genocides. And you know that's true. And you will say, oh, we condemn that. Because what they should have done is understood the context of those verses from the Bible. And when we say the same thing about the Quran, then you don't accept it. Thank you no, for your trip. No, you said you were done, no, and I, said, I am I done. Said if I agreed with Thank you. you. Just, My no, time to go. They, they